Oh no, no. People will be, um, they'll come in late. They'll still be breaking their teeth. Yeah. Oh, speaking of a triumph, just be right there. Ian's still moaning about being on Wednesday. Actually, Dom's, Dom's a bit sorry. Do you want to hop on, Dom? We're talking about nuclear. To another fourteen words, and I am the crypt keeper. <laughs> I'm not the crypt keeper; it's me. <laughs> and we have Hobbit and Mavfaz. Good evening, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Hobbit's picking his nose or something. I don't know. Hobbit. I love. I love it when he does. I love it when he does this. Oh, yeah. I really want to do this show. You start the show and then he fucks off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I'll get. I'll just say it all now, and then he can't. He can't like counter signal me. So, <laughs> so you have to believe everything I say. Yeah. Oh, oh but nu nukes aren't real. <laughs> there you are, everyone. Right. Do you want to? Do you want to start? Real, do you want to start telling us why you think nukes aren't real? If Hobbit can't bother to be here for the start right. of the show. Okay. So for this for this wondrous episode of the fourteen words, we're uh we're we're going to discuss whether nuclear weapons are actually a thing or are they a hoax perpetuated by the cold war into uh well not even the cold war isn't it it was before that so perpetuated by the the establishment the government as a means of controlling well i don't know because uh, we, we have nuclear we then we have nuclear weapons and uh, it wasn't the atom bomb dropped on horror we'll get into that um where is we can read along um, put in the general okay <clears throat> yeah if you just grab that on the screen for us all right okay. nuclear weapons hoax right oh, you want me to put this up yeah yeah, yeah. start to start talking I'll get it up <clears throat> well you know do I have to buy you dinner first or yeah dinner and a date gotta be a date first <laughs> dinner date Right. Okay. Um, okay. So, nuclear weapons are hoax. This was written in on January the second, twenty nineteen, by uh, Gina Flaws, uh, editor at No Fake News. I don't know how reputable this site is, but it's a very concise, like you know, jumping off point. Yeah, because there's uh, no more. Isn't like is that John Rappaport's site? No Fake News, or is that No More <laughs> Fake News? Oof! There's, there's so many fake news. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But like, when I was reading this, this was the most concise, like, kind of. Because if you actually try and go and look for our nuclear weapons a hoax on YouTube or any kind of mainstream thing, there's nothing anymore. It's all been purged. Um, much like the flat Earth stuff as well. It's just been purged. But then you know, have people counter signal that and say, "Well, that's good. It's all rubbish," right? Okay, that's that might be true. You know, you know, 
I'd like to purge some things off YouTube, but it's not going to happen. But um... ah, yeah, so the the one I the one I was thinking of was no more fake no more fake news dot com. Ah, okay, so I was thinking right, of a different okay. site, so, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is a some blog by this this woman. Uh, um. Okay, so uh, it goes. For many years, we've been told nuclear weapons have been stockpiled by very superpower countries. We've been we have all been exposed to the paradigm that promotes the idea that nuclear weapons have made the world a far safer place, even though these horrific devices could theoretically wipe out millions of lives in a few seconds. We've been told that nuclear weapons are a, de- are a deterrent to other potentially dangerous enemies of the United States and its allies, and that they are ultimately prevalent, prevent, ultimately prevent wars and allow peace on Earth to flourish. Is it possible that we've been taught about this subject is based on the establishment lies. After it was developed, the atomic bomb was allegedly dropped in Japan twice in the 1940s, 1946 to be exact. Uh, the bombs reportedly brought a quick end to World War II, uh, the Pacific Theater at least. Uh, the technology was never again used in any any war through the threat of nuclear weapons against humanity and the planet had publicized ad nauseum. Um, the only other evidence of atomic weapons being used in history has come in the form of highly secretive government tests. All of these tests have uh, limited government witnesses, and many have been conducted underground or underwater. All of those tests could have been performed with the use of conventional bombs. TNT could have been used to fabricate any A-bomb test, and yes, conventional bombs can and do produce the classic mushroom clouds that we routinely associate with atomic bombs. In addition, the, con- the continuous threat of nukes being detonated by terrorists has been so overplayed in Hollywood movie productions throughout the years that people are now programmed to believe it's only a matter of time before one of these devices will be used against a highly populated city, yet there have, ne- have been zero nukes used in crazy terrorists anywhere in the world. This fact alone is more than a little strange. There are numerous government insiders who claim that cities, the cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki were destroyed by conventional fire bombings and not by atomic weapons. There are some researchers who claim atomic bombs are impossible to manufacture. The buildings that were left intact and lack, and the lack of radiation found in Hiroshima and Nagasaki seem to put, support this claim. Israel is purported to have a huge inventory of 400 nuclear weapons at their disposal. Yet they have never detonated one device <laughs> in the direction of their Arab neighbours. These are the same Arab neighbours they despise. Are they bluffing? Oh, well, that can be explained away. That's the <laughs> Samson option. They'll only fire them as a last resort. Yeah. yeah and, That's and a nuclear right. deterrence theory, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, okay. So, with, with so many unstable countries... Go, 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 on then, go on then, Hobbit. It's, isn't the bomb they dropped on Hiroshima not... Isn't it actually not a nuclear weapon? Well, they say it is. Yeah, both of the both of them were. Um, I thought they were, I thought were atom bombs. I thought the different. I thought it, I thought an atom bomb was different no, from a nuclear but, weapon. No, it's oh, not. Oh, f- no. thermonuclear and atomic bombs are both uh, nuclear bombs. Right. Okay. Have you seen the pictures of like the kind of human-shaped carbon stains left on the <laughs> pavement? <laughs> well, we'll get into some pictures later. Um, okay. Oh, just so... briefly to corroborate with what you've said, Fraser. I did a dissertation as to cancer rates in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. The the reason why you you don't get uh, radioactive contamination anymore is because they were both mid-air blasts. 
bullshit. And they, and they, yeah, and well, they say because of that, less of the soil was contaminated. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, convenience. The, as opposed, uh... as as opposed to say Ch <laughs> Our Chernobyl. Convenient hobbit. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's mm -hmm. what it, that's the official explanation. But doesn't radiation fall? Um, you do get fallen out, yes, yeah. but that's from. Would that not seep into the ground and the table? Yeah, because because uh, don't, don't we have don't we have like our, our background radiation's gone up because of Chernobyl, hasn't it? The nuclear fallout comes from when you've and irrigated some soil, and then the the dust particles rain down. So that's that's your nuclear fallout. Mm. It yeah, depends okay. on the wind, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, it just happened to be a very windy day back then, right? Yeah. I mean, it would, they, they wouldn't drop a bomb in a fucking hurricane, would they? You know? Um, just before I derail you a bit more, um, <laughs> or, what, or rather, what I should say is. Hobbit, I wanna... you weren't here in the first five minutes. Hobbit, you Snopes. Are you Snopes now, here. Hobbit? Is I it, just... Is it? Is it? You start off as the conspiracy theorist, but you're, that way you live long enough to become the Snopes. A full circle <laughs> effect, I suppose. Yeah. Um, no, I, what I mean to say is, I want to derail you just a little bit more. Anecdotal evidence. My grandma okay. says, "Yes, I remember when I was walking through the fields after Chernobyl, and I noticed that all the thistles had turned white. So their their leaves have been bleached." What, when you walked through the fields of Chernobyl, no, when my grandmother did, I wasn't alive in what nineteen eighty three. Right. How many heads does your grandmother have now? What? Sorry. How many heads does she have now? The one. Okay. How many heads does she give? Yeah. Oh. 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 Get out the gutter. <laughs> Get out straight for God, the knees. Oh. Straight in with a nut shot from Dom. Oh, that's going for the juggler, that is. Yeah. That's, how you, that's, how, you, that's how you kill a circus, isn't it? That's how you kill a circus, you go for the juggler. Get some of this uh, magical radiation and give them all right. Yeah. Anyway, right. <laughs> Let's I am going to well actually you later on, but yeah, read the thing. Hobbit McSnopes. <laughs> Look, I believe so in flat many. earth, but believing that nuclear bombs are a hoax, I'm still not right. convinced. Right, okay. Okay. Mm. So, continuing on. With so many unstable countries and crazy terrorist groups allegedly in existence, and so many nuclear weapons seemingly at their disposal available for sale, how is it possible that not one nuclear incident has ever occurred? What other amazing technology was revealed long ago that has never been used again, although we are constantly reminded of the of the accomplishment? Um, did it have something to do with ovens? Another hoax of <laughs> did it have something to do with ovens, that technology he's talking about? Concord. That's, that's an anti-Semitic canard, that, that article's the, coming the moon. out there. <laughs> yeah, magic technology that's only used once and never again, yeah. <laughs> 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 Oi, oi, buddy. Do the world leaders of certain countries really walk around the nuclear suitcases and corresponding launch codes? Do I've never seen Donald Trump with a nuclear suitcase. Probably not. <laughs> and what do you think Rushy Sunak's running around with in that red briefcase? Yeah. It ain't the fucking economics budget, is it? Um, before you write, because <laughs> it's a hoax, do you get it? Did you yeah, do you get it? Yeah. Before you write all of this off as a crazy conspiracy theory, think think for a minute about how much leverage certain countries possess over others because of their claimed nuclear arsenals. What if there are zero nukes in existence in the entire world? 
Think of all the military spending that's taken place with regards to nuclear programs, and don't forget about all the money that's been budgeted by countries to protect their infrastructure from incoming nuclear weapons. Just as the elites have lied about space technology and visiting the moon, there's a damn good chance they're lying about the existence of atomic weapons. They have lied about most things people have... Wait, they lied to us about going to the moon? No. This is news to me. Wow. Hobbit? Yeah. Do you know Hobbit. this one? I think he's stuffing his face. Yeah. Oh, and look at this. A vid video unavailable. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Of course. It was from Channel 4. I've fucking copyrighted it, so you can't watch the little video. What a surprise. Anyway. But yeah, that's that's the concise thing. Is like, it, it Basically, it's asking the question. Okay. So yeah, the, you know, the point is, if these things existed, if such technology existed like that, would not bad people get their hands on it and use it in some capacity, even if it was just a small case. I mean, look at all the bombings and, you know, terrorist attacks that happen in like places like Iraq and, you know, the Middle East, right? If if nuclear weapons were, you know, a, a real um, and could be obtained, you know, which... I don't know, plain, plain, snopes, plain snopes for a second. Couldn't you also say the same, about, couldn't you say the like same that, about nerve gas? Security. Can't you say the same about nerve gas? Because I'm sure these people could get hold of nerve gas. Like, why don't they well, use they, nerve they gas? Get, they, get, they get nerve of them. The absolute nerve. Well, okay, right, okay. So we're talking about the mustard gas. I'm just any gas, any gas whatsoever, any poison gas whatsoever. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah, okay, I'm just yeah, playing I devil's understand. advocate. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's you're right. Okay. Thing is, gas is. Again, very situational, unlike something that produces a. Well, they did. Um, was it sarin gas in the Japanese subway? Weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Home that, that was a time when it was. Yeah, again, yeah. it has to be in an enclosed space uh, with not much ventilation for a, a gas to work. And I guess mm. that's for a terrorist organization, you know, thinking like a terrorist, it would, that would be, you know, the rates of like carnage would be minimal. Well, it was to something that produces a big boom and you know a forceful impact. You know, don't think that's the th the, the case with phosgene because that was deployed in World War One, and the reason Hitler had his moustache was because they had to cut it short so they could fit the gas masks on their faces. Apparently, mm. reason for his voice being the way it is was mustard gas inhalation. So th and there's. Mess. Uh, oh well, apparently there's. Don't um, the meth of it. Oh well, yeah. Who, who can forget the delicious meth mm. or the meth, meth-infused ch uh, chocolate? Mm. Uh, <laughs> hey, here's the thing, right? I, I, I am going to agree with you on one thing, Fraser. How yeah. comes, like, with these terrorists? Don't why don't they just get like a bunch of smoke detectors or raid a hospital for the technetium or uh, irradioactive fluorine and make a dirty bomb? Well, this this is what I was this is what I was going to say. You could equally say the same about dirty bombs. I mean, a dirty bomb would be far worse than anything else, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, because so it's a dirty bomb with Chernobyl area. It's a bit like a dirty process, only it, it works over a wider area. Dump. And also, it's harder to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't fancy cleaning up a dirty process. I wouldn't say to clean up a dirty protest is easy, Hobbit. Do you remember when Capstan got upset when he started talking about how great Charlie Bronson was? And I'd say, well, his favourite way of wrestling was naked, smearing margarine and poo over himself so that the guards wouldn't want to grab him. 
You always got upset when I just sort of mentioning that his favourite prison hero is not a very nice man. I mean, I mean, who else goes in for four years and ends up a life prisoner? I mean, that's not that's not a man who knows what he's doing, is it? Well, it, 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 in that film starring Tom Hardy, it's like I fucking love prison. Yeah. It's like a hotel. Yeah, I mean, he he, he got out on parole that one time and couldn't wait to get back, could he? Uh, I know someone who who went to prison and because I think he glassed someone because he insulted his dad who'd recently died and he was chucked in jail and he was just doing bongs in a sink and he he said it it was alright actually (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to nuclear weapons which by the way, George, George Bush never pronounced it nuclear I'm trying to find clips of him saying nuclear. Why do some people say nuclear and some people say nuclear? And Isn't some, it like, some people say nuclear. Is it like nuclear. when you can say vehicle but also vehicle? And <laughs> oh, um, you know what vehicle. I, hate, I, I hate is when people say ginormous because it's just like giant and enormous smashed together and they both yeah. mean the same thing. Yeah. Ginormous <laughs> isn't a word, is it? No. no. <laughs> uh, it's a portmanteau. I still, I still can't. I still don't think burglarize is a word because I've heard people use oh, and it's, burglarize. It's burgled. Yeah, yeah, you've been burgled. Is that Yankton creeping into our policing? Then is it? And unfortunately, Americans are a bit uh, dumb, aren't they? Yeah. Sorry, it, it, not to offend any of our American audience. You're right, but your countrymen are a bit thick. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't me. you just say tap? No, you have to force it. Yeah. Ginormous is totally a word, says it says tactical droid. Well, irregardless of whether it's true or not, let's get back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Right, where were we, Fraser? Right, okay. I'm Smoke alarm bombs. Show, I need you to show... Uh... Okay, that's good. That's Right, we're going to play a game, so uh, get ready. Uh, yeah. Get ready, chat. Okay, I've got two images here, Hemi. One's in colour, unfortunately. Right, okay, you're going to post up these two images. The first one? The, yeah. No, the, yeah, do the first one, right? And then leave it on the screen for 10 seconds so that chat. What would you see? So you want the, hold on. We'll call um. this one's A. The black and white one we'll call A. And the. The colour one we'll call B. Okay. Right, so. You can get those images up. Yeah, I just got. Hey, Clint Eastwood and Dawes, can I just say that the thing which I really annoys me about America is the overuse of Amazing Grace. It's not that good a song. <laughs> uh, right, so I need to add an image. I'm gonna play a game. I'm Jigsaw. Do you want to play? I'm doing that. Are you, are you familiar with the uh, the Fallout franchise? Yes. Yes. Of course. Um, you know yes. how you've got the Vault Boy and he's always got his thumb out. Apparently, yeah. that's because if you put your thumb, uh, if you see a mushroom cloud in the distance, if your thumb can cover the entire mushroom cloud when you put it out, then you're safe from the um, Fallout. Oh, so you don't need to duck and cover. You or just as... got to. Uh... Or as the, okay, or, the why do you have a rather large stump? Or, or as, 
Oh, as Highland Pace said in 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 a in one of their books, they said uh, if if you look out your window and there's a mushroom too too big to fit in your frying pan, you know you're in dead stuck. Highland <laughs> <laughs> Pace, Jesus. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I do. I do like an ancient ancient pull. We ready. I've never We're heard ready. about this mushroom crab thumb trick. Yeah. Well, apparently that's the theory. But really, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like, oh well, you know, some people's hands are bigger, so image, 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 oh, one, oh. image one is up, and image two is ready to load. Right, okay, to be fair, so image two looks is... a little bit CGI slash painted. Somewhere right. in there, there's like Indiana Jones in a fridge. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so that we'll is have... this Dresden? So, black and white one is A. Now, Hemi, can you change over to B? So you want B? Now, image A screen. reminds that's me of Dresden, big. but maybe that's like... Ah, oh, no, that one's Dresden. Right, okay. It's like Mexico. So, well, well, right, chat. Uh, Type in the in the actual chat if you is think... Is this Detroit? A. Which one... Which uh, which uh, picture is Nagasaki? Type uh, in the chat for us. Which you think, A or B? This is going to go right. down a storm with the audio listeners. Because uh, I'm looking at both. I would, Sorry, I would say image B is... <laughs> like, subscribe, and share. Is this okay. a trick question? Image B is, is Detroit. Image A was Dresden. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah, say A is Right, let's right, see. Right, okay. Can... Let's see. Let's see. What who, what are we saying then? Who's who's got the most? A or B? So A is Nagasaki and B is Nevada. Ah. Oh, I do want to talk about the crystal found in Nevada. Uh, not, crystal. Uh, okay. Uh, it's in a fourteen words uh, chat from a few weeks ago. Is it a jerk off crystal? Uh. N well. Uh. I don't know actually. So what, what are we saying, chat? Black and white, or the colour photo is A or B? Post in chat which I one is I, I can't see either because neither of them really look, um, really look like <laughs> Japanese architecture, do they? That's why I'm, I'm going down. with with Detroit. So we got, we because... got one so far. We got one. Anyone else? Ah, is the black and white one a picture of Chicago after the Great Fire? Slow. Right, okay, so so far it looks like people are guessing it's A. Oh, um, it. Lizard yeah. noticed that A has an Asian sign in the background. You would be correct, yes. A is Nagasaki after the bomb fell uh, on it. And B is... Well, detonated actually, actually. Hot yeah. Snopes told us that the bomb was detonated in midair. Yes. yes. Sorry, right, what was so B? It, it, B was Dresden from 1945. Yeah, you can see the 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 architecture in B just doesn't look just doesn't look right. Right. Okay. But here, but here's the point. Right? If if you were shown those two things, could you really tell that one was done by a nuclear bomb? If you both of those were side by side. I was hard pressed to well, say just, which one's fire damage, which the one's the explosion. Or, the or what era. was Dresden? Or was Dresden nuked as well? So basically, Fraser, what you're saying is that the RAF gets it done. Uh, whereas the USA has to show off. Yeah, but 
Nagasaki was one bomb. Dresden was a shit ton of bombs, wasn't it? No, that makes the well. That's, that's well. If if the damage from well, okay, okay, that's a Dresden good point. was nine eleven times a times a thousand. You're told you're told that it, it it was one bomb. Yet the damage is conceivably very similar, right? They were using incendiary bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki before the atomic bombs fell. Ah, okay, that's an even in, more interesting uh, spanner in the works. And so, who's to say that the firebombing there that was done in Dresden is not the same thing? So where where is this nuclear weapon needed then if the firebombing can produce the Dresden picture? Why would you need a nuclear weapon? You've already fucking leveled the place by the look of it. If firebombing oh, my... can level a place like that... All right, so I'm... It's just a flex. It's to say, look what we can do. I don't, so I don't, saying, I don't, I don't, I don't totally gutted you. Oh, here you go. Is something? Fraser, Fraser, I'll, I'll up the ante. word. I, I raise right. you. I raise you. Um, uh, how does fire destroy concrete buildings like that? <laughs> well, <laughs> how does fire mill still be? Oh wait. Well, we we know jet fuel the, melts um, steel beams. Everyone yeah. knows that. But yeah. here's a thing, right? Here's a thing. I'm willing to grant you the benefit of the doubt that this was <laughs> fire damage. All the stuff we're seeing here is fire damage, right? Yeah, because there was like like a little girl but on why, fire. Why? Why do you need a nuke then? Why do you? How, need a nuke? However. What about like modern bomb tests, like with the France with that atoll in the Pacific Ocean? They nuked in the nineties. Bikini, and... bikini atoll. Bikini. Was it? Bikini. Like bikini bottom. What Bikini atoll. Hang on. It's bikini atoll near Lesbos. Yeah. Nuclear bomb test in the nineties. Let's see if I can find it. What the fuck? France and weapons of mass destruction. The largest yield test they did was a 2.6 megaton bomb in 1968. <sighs> so there, 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 there's my argument, right? If you, if you can, if firebombing can level a place to that point that you're seeing in both pictures, right? Because one of them's a firebombing and one of them supposedly after a nuclear attack. Why would you then need a nuclear attack in Nagasaki? if Dresden replicates the exact same results. But then that also begs the question then was, well, we know Dresden was never nuked, but yeah, it's the same thing. So which one is it? So in other words, like, um, mm -hmm. well, here's, here's an interesting thing. It's a bit of a tangent. Uh, you'll have to forgive me for this, mm -hmm. but I think it's pertinent. There were talks on the Eastern Front of the Ameri uh, Americans, of the Germans using... Uh, terror weapons. The Russians described them as vacuum bombs, uh, big mushroom cloud explosions. Well, they were, they were describing Thermobaric, which is a fuel air bomb. And so they create an almighty explosion, and then as the air came back in, it sucks the air out of people's lungs. So they, they described them as vacuum bombs, suffocating people. And hmm, I mean, it, it also were mushroom cloud explosions. So that's why some of the soldiers saying, well, uh, were these nuclear weapons? And then you got the like Russian equivalent of Snopes. This was on Russia Today, by the way, saying, mm, well, actually, no, it's a thermobaric weapon. Here's an example of America using it in Afghanistan. Um, oh, uh, I didn't know this, right? Uh, I'm, because I'm trying to find about France using nuclear weapons. Are you, looking at, find... the, are you looking at the big... Have you had a look at the Bikini Atoll? Um, 
Wikipedia. No. Uh, so, three fa- so three families were resettled on Bikini Island in 1970, totaling about 100 residents, but scientists found danger- dangerously high levels of strontium-90 in well water. In May 1977, and the, re- and, and the residents were carrying abnormally high con- concentrations of cesium-137 in their bodies. They were evacuated again in 1980, the atoll is occasionally visited today by divers and a few scientists and is o- occupied by a handful of caretakers. So there you go. Oh, fair mm. enough. So, right? uh, so France what? detonated a lot of uh, nuclear bombs in Algeria during the middle of the French-Algerian War. Yeah. How many How many people in Nagasaki today have, uh, are still suffering from the effects of... Very few. Uh, in fact, that that was the f- I I, again. I've forgotten my. I'm not good with yeah, numbers. I'm sorry about that. But well, the, actually, I think they were most were evacuated, weren't they? The the it's cancer rates for Hiroshima and Nagasaki are not uh, like they're not anonymously high. Hmm. Um, the radiation there wasn't. Wonder how they compare to the cancer rates of people in Vietnam after like. Um... What was it? Agent, was it? Was it Agent, Agent Orange. Agent Orange yeah. is a fucker. I mean, that really it does a number on them. Um, it is, it's worse than whatever happened in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which just goes to say a lot about what is a weapon of mass destruction. I mean, you would call it a defoliant, but uh, the lasting effects of it are of Agent Orange are... Oh, by the way, Agent Orange was rebranded as a Roundup. Yeah, glyphosate. Oh, and do you know it. what I find funny about that? Like, the mascot on it is like this evil-looking dandelion, and in the adverts, they all show dandelions being exterminated, genocided in a dandelion holocaust. But of all the plants you want in your garden, dandelions are good. They improve the soil health, and they're actually, like, if you eat dandelion, it's beneficial. Well, you can, you can brew the... You can, like, um, roast the roots and make a kind of coffee out of it. You can also make a dandelion and burdock cordial using dandelion and burdock roots in honey, and then you let it ferment Did like a mead. Did you say cordial? Uh, cordial? Cordial? Well, that's cordial? cordial. You're, you're cordially invited to taste my cordial. Yeah, I bought some lime cordial. The other day. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. Was it roses? Yes, I did actually buy the roses. Ian said yeah. the cancer rates aren't that high, and also there's no superheroes. <laughs> in, Mar- in Marvel, <laughs> the radiation causes everyone to become a superhero. You say that, but if it wasn't for um, the nukes, we would have never had anime. So, uh, what about that in terms of mutation? Oh, how about, how about this one then? Cancers do not immediately emerge after exposure to radiation. Instead, radiation-induced cancer has a minimum latency period of some five years and above, and leukaemia two years and above, peaking to around six to eight years later. Uh, but yeah, um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki are not death traps. In fact, the the health of people there is pretty good. Probably better than here, to be honest. Probably yeah. better than the UK on the average. Uh, fucking I don't think the, the Japs fell for something. the uh, high sugar, high seed yeah, oil diets don't. that we experimented with. No, they just eat whale, whale blubber, don't they? Mm. Oh, hold yeah, on a minute. It says uh, radiation-induced cognitive decline. Did you know about this? Okay. There's a there's an inve- investigations into brain development. Uh, 
uh, I, can't, I can't really. It's not really praiseable. Uh, however, however, either side of radio-sensitive age, none of the prenatally exposed to the bombings at a late age less than eight weeks, that is prior to synaptogenesis, or a gestational age more than 26 weeks, were observed to be mentally retarded, with the condition therefore being isolated to those solely of 8 to 26 weeks of age, and who absorbed more than approximately 0.09 to 0.15 of grey. Uh, grey, uh, is it, Hobbit? Uh, grey what, sorry? Grey, um, the units they measure radiation in or something. Uh, G-Y. That's funny. It says grey. G- yeah. uh, uh, I get really... Com- I, even though I had to do it, like, uh, uh, you know, student uh, the grey, The grey is a derived unit of ionising radiation dose okay. in uh, the international it, system of units. So I'm, I'm familiar with microsieverts and REMs and... Mm. Uh, uh, so, so this grey unit, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. I fucking love science. I love fucking science, man. Hobbit, can you explain to the audience uh, the process of nuclear fission? Yeah, all right. Okay, yeah. So uh, with um, uh, elements... Is that, which you, are... is that when you cast a line out in uh, Chernobyl? I, I, ah, uh, why should you not wear shorts? <laughs> that's when you go in... looking for Hobbit's grandmother. Why? Why should that's, you that's not what, wear that's shorts? That's what you get. In... Chip, that's what you get with your chips down a Chernobyl chippy, isn't it? Why should you not wear shorts <laughs> in the chips. Ukraine? <laughs> you why? should not wear shorts in the Ukraine because you're Chernobyl fallout. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, a grey is a joule of energy absorbed per kilogram of mass of tissue. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, that, thank, thank you. Um, you. You were asking me about yeah fission. Yeah. What? What right. is? What is nuclear? Yeah, so if you get something, uh, if you get an atom which is big enough and then you fire a neutron into it, I'm sure that you could probably fire other things into it. But anyway, typically you fire a neutron into it. And fire a rubber duck into it, would that work? Well, uh, yeah, but uh, on the subatomic level, then no, because... (laughs) So not just anything then, Hobbit. The the rubber duck is like a blob of, of... Atoms and it wouldn't because it of the one atom. It's, it's more like a BB gun, is it? I bet. it yeah, it, you got to do it. You put it in, and then it cracks the atom. And when you do that, you get a whole bunch of energy comes out. Some of the nucleus gets converted into energy, and uh, when you get like a critical uh, or a chain reaction, I should say, the force of that atom splitting will start other atoms splitting that are near it. And does all and does splitting the atom always uh, result in the ex- the chain reaction and explosive force? Uh, no. So right. Okay. Um, a chain reaction. If you've got a controlled chain right. reaction, what happens is is that your nuclear material is uh, it, it's just getting hot. Uh, a, so is it like dominoes, Hobbit? Where if we don't set them up right, they don't fall over properly. Yeah, that's right. In fact, you have to have the domino spaced uh, at a proper distance together. If you put them too close together, they'll fall too quick. If you put them too far apart, you might get like some fall, but then like it won't be able to bridge the gap, and then the rest won't fall. Um, the, the way I understand it is that certain atoms can become ions. Uh, certain elements can, can become ions because of the additional subtraction of of their usual amount of electrons yeah but you can have a 
a stable certain iron. Element, yeah, certain elements become. So what? So what's special about? I mean, what, what are they made out of? They made out. Are the bombs made out of like plutonium or what? What? Right. So getting back to it, because I haven't fully answered uh, Fraser's question. A critical, um, a critical mass event or a chain reaction is when it happens. Yeah, where it happens so quickly, it, it just all the energy gets released uh, within like a split second. So it's very quick, and then you get an explosion. A bit like burning gunpowder. Like if if all the elements in gun, or I should say, burning flour, because if you've got like grains. They burn slowly, but if you turn it into flour, it's an explosive, and millers have to be very careful of the explosive risk of flour. Um, so uh, there was another bit. You're talking about ionizing. Right, so two things, ionizing radiation, Does anybody ions. know the date Hiroshima was hit? Yeah, 1945. I oh, know so, it's 19... No, no, no. Nine, well, I don't know whether you know, but Hiroshima was subsequently struck by a typhoon Ida on the 17th of September, 1945. Oh, Wait, whoa, okay. whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, hold <laughs> yeah. on, hold on. What was the date it got? September it was... 1945. I think it was in July. Oh, was it? Oh, so it's subsequently Are you sure? A long while Are you after. sure about that? Are you sure or not? Oh, well, I, I can find out. out. If, if that when isn't, like, did Hiroshima get bombed? Question I'm thinking, mark. I'm oh, 9th of August. Uh, right. Drink a, bomb... a 1945 bottle of sake uh, and you say that the weather event happened when september in 17, september 17, so the month later. after so um right oh. ionizing radiation ions so uh don mentioned about ions uh yep so in a balanced uh atom uh, or balanced molecule i should say it doesn't need to gain or lose electrons. Noble gases are, are good for that because uh, they 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 they're not ionized. Xenon's a bit funny, but it's radioactive. We'll ignore that because it just is weird. Xenon isn't xenon a gas at room temperature. Yeah. Yeah. Xenon is a gas, but it really should be a solid. It, it doesn't make any sense. And also, it's an <laughs> it's a noble gas, so it doesn't interact chemically with anything. Yet, if people breathe it in, they get anesthetized. <laughs> it's an anesthetic. But it doesn't sound like a gobble. Has... It's radioactive, and it didn't you say? It's, 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 it's fine. Is there a link between xenon and xeno, which means alien? Uh, there probably is. If you look in the etymology of xenon, you'll probably get something about it's like a, a stranger gas or something like that. Does anybody remember xenon so, 2, Mega Blast, which was on the Amiga? I do actually <laughs> remember xenon. Yeah. Um, but, so... Uh, Bomb, the bass ionized... Bomb the bass did the music for xenon 2, Mega Blast. Ah, oh, that's why. Yeah. So ion, uh, ions, you've got negative ions, you've got positive ions. They're also described as free radicals, you know. But you know all that, that woman science you oh, see on love, adverts love about... what you give. That was a great yeah, one wonder song. Pantene Pro-V, like stuff like that, you know. Yeah. The free radicals, got to watch out for them. And when you detox, you're having like vitamins, minerals, like vitamin C. Yeah. Which, by the way, vitamin C is not an antioxidant. It's both a pro-oxidant and an antioxidant. But depending on the thing, it's very strange. That's um, like a, a, a quantum thing. <laughs> but t well, it, it's it's like it's, it's very selective. It's Schrodinger's oxidant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, you're you're right, and it depends on how it, it's it's really like it. You you can write books on the stuff. In fact, I books have quantum mechanics rising. Back books have been written about uh, vitamin C. So, but moving on to ionizing stuff, right? So you got you got ions. Yeah, bit my brother's game. 
see alphabet cat knows the score speedball a positive gods uh, free reds, of course, typically are positive ions, and uh, positive ions are uh, bad because they strip electrons from your body. And... I thought free radicals were hippies. Yeah, well, yeah. So I thought free and... radicals sung get what you give, and that way, the positive ions they take electrons from your body, and that's bad because it causes oxidation. Because typically. You get the ions from hydrogen, so that you releases oxygen in your body. I always thought if you did a sci-fi game, you could have a band called Ion Maiden in it. Also, time, yes. also Fraser, Time Split is best game ever. Oh yeah, now, definitely. Now, ionizing radiation no, is different. Going, from I, the... No, Time Split, Time Splitters is misleading because people bought Time Splitters, but they thought they were buying, buying Time Crisis. But were you? Is that what you thought? And I'm like, my fucking light gun don't work with this. It's bullshit. Ah. Uh, so. Why uh, is there a goldfish and a robot? Brief, briefly. <laughs> brief, briefly. Brief, briefly. Negative ions that you also get them as well. Uh, you get them when you go near the beach because of the surf. You get them in bodies of running water like rivers and streams, uh, forests. Uh, yeah, for <laughs> forests have no. That's uh, low frequency oscillations. Apparently, cause hallucinations. Well, that, like ghosts, um, well, ghosts full of water. Well, a lot of haunted houses have uh, running water under they? Uh, yes, which causes low frequency oscillations. But we should do that. In a, we should yeah. do an episode about LFO. Yeah. Oh no! Content strike means we can't use LFO as the theme tune because that would be really good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, negative ions are good for you because they usually stop the effects of oxidation. And ionizing well, negative, negative calcium ions and there's positive uh, potassium and sodium ions. There's an exchange between them. Yeah, which makes your nervous system work. Yeah, so you need a balance of electrolytes in order to balance out the ionic exchange. Yeah, because ionizing... if, if you eat too many bananas, your electrolytes disappear or something, don't they? Well, it you affects... get too much potassium in your body. No, no, um, it, it affects your electrolytes as well. Because uh, I know a guy used to have kidney trouble, and he was and he was. Oh, it's well, because it you right. need a calcium, uh, calcium. He was um... he was a great guy. He'd get he'd he'd go dialysis and he'd go spoons afterwards. <laughs> get fucking leathered. I think uh, in the case of that, it's like, yeah, if, if your electrolytes are out of whack, basically your body needs to leach calcium from your bones in order to okay. buffer the other sorts. No. Ionizing radiation, I'm sorry, I, I will finish this phrase, it's just keeping interrupted for some <laughs> reason. It's, it's the nature of Ionizing radiation, ultraviolet light, and anything above that, it is powerful enough to that it can cause uh, ions to appear in organic tissue. So what actually happens uh, inside the bomb then? Right. Do you know what happens yeah. inside the bomb? Uh, well, we talked about the critical uh, mass right. reaction. Oh, you were okay. saying how so to make a bomb? No, no yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, just like how right. how how do you activate it? Yeah, how physi how physically does it work? Like, there's a timer right. goes off and then bang, it pops a pops an ion into the, into, the di in, into the domino line. The way that the ion is popped into the domino is that you, you force two non-critical, so subcritical masses of plutonium or weapons-grade uranium together, and you've got to hold them together so they can complete the reaction. And the way that it was done in the first few bombs is using a chemical explosive to force the, the two halves of a sphere together. And I think there was another one where it's a, like a so cone like it was and like, rod. It was kind of like, in a way, firing a bullet out of a gun. 
Uh, yeah, so literally it is. A plutonium it. bullet into a plutonium crevice. Right, okay. We're on government lists now. Are we? <laughs> now you've just explained that. Although we probably were... Clinton better, better hide the manual on how to make an atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Can you just imagine like some sort of kangaroo court saying like, and and this uh, terrorist group, listen to your five second explanation of how an atomic bomb works, and then we're able to make a, a, an atomic weapon. And we, and we also and we also found the Xenon Two Mega Blast on. <laughs> <laughs> we also then, we also found they were playing Zelon Two Mega Blast through Dog yes, Simulator. Yeah, we used an we used an Amiga to make an atomic weapon, Your Honor. Yeah. What yeah, we we thought, get... thought we were spreading science and humour, but instead we were spreading fear and terror. Well, what are we going to get done? Un uh, Your Honor, Your Honor, the terrorists were found with Pi Mega in their possession. What? what... <laughs> What, what are we going to get done for worse? Like, talking about how to make a, a nuclear weapon, hello, Susan Majicki, or a uh, copyright strike for using LFO's uh, song, LFO, in an episode about ghosts. Both. Yeah. Uh, by the way, next week might be doing LFO. At least we haven't mentioned Sandy Hook. Oh, yeah. Also, um, uh, there's, there's fluoride in the tap water, um, so distill your water, but not when fasting, put some salt in it. Right, okay. So, uh, long explanation of Hobbit's fucking... It wouldn't have been long if it wasn't right. for you, Hemi, and Dom. Hobbit loves the taste of his own medicine, don't you, Hobbit? Right? Not you at make, all, make, I hate it. This is the layman version, yeah? You make particles go smack, smack. Yeah, right? that's it. And they go yeah. boom, boom, right? Yeah, that's it. Right. Well, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works because in 2012... Why would you do such a thing? Yeah. Scientists at the Bond University... Are you Snopes? Are you authorised to be able to throw this spanner in the works? <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's. Are you going to well actually yourself? Well, yes. Well, no. I'm going to well actually quantum. No, no. Well, actually, nuclear physics. Okay. Nuclear. Right, nuclear. Okay. <clears throat> so, researchers from the University of Bonn have just shown how a single atom can be split into its two halves, pulled apart, and put back together again. While the word atom literally means indivisible. The laws of quantum mechanics allows dividing atoms similarly to light rays and reuniting them. The researchers want to build quantum mechanics bridges by letting the atoms touch adjacent atoms while it is being pulled apart so that it works like a bridge span between two pillars. Uh, the results have been published in the journal uh, Proceedings of National Academics of Sciences. Uh, dividing atoms, what sounds like nuclear fission and radioactivity is, however, a precision process using quantum mechanics. The laws of quantum mechanics allow objects to exist in several states simultaneously. This is what the so-called double slit experiment is based on, where the particle can go through two slits at the same time. The Bond scientist working with Professor Dr. Dieter uh, Meshid from the Institute of Applied Physics of the University of Bonn succeed in keeping a single atom so simultaneously in two places that were more than 10 micrometers or one one hundredth of a millimeter apart. This is an enormous distance for an atom. Afterwards, the atom was put back together undamaged. 
Now, Hobbit, can you explain to me how you can split an atom into its halves and then put it back together undamaged without it creating a nuclear... I know the I know the answer yeah. to this one. Uh, you rub your hands together until they become sore. When you got sore, you can cut the table in half. You put the table back together, it becomes a hole, and then you escape through the hole. Um, actually, no, I can't explain <laughs> it because my, my, science my... man, science man in his journal in 2012 says that they did this through quantum mechanics. And it's they easy. You just have a really but, small tube of superglue. But, but nothing bad happens when you split atoms. So even though atom means indivisible, what does indivisible mean, Hobbit? Oh, Hobbit, Dom's, Dom's got another use for distilled water. Clean right? your computer um, screen. What about IPA? So when, we, when we're talking about nuclear fission and splitting the atom, is this the same, this the same effect? So uh, my understanding of, of nuclear fission is you split the atom into two smaller parts and then right. you get a whole bunch of alpha particles which are escaping protons and neutrons flying out. Right. Uh, so even if you were to recombine, like, let's say you but had... But it, it did and it was undamaged. What does undamaged mean? It was the same as it was before, right? So they managed to split it, a huge amount of energy and alpha particles released. The and energy then... cannot... What is, the, what is Newton's... Uh, is it Newton's first law? No, it's a law of thermodynamics about yeah. energy cannot be created or destroyed. <laughs> How did how did the releasing that splitting it and releasing that energy then, Hobbit? If that's what nuclear physics is about, how, well, how do you do that without and then putting it back together being undamaged with the same amount of energy that I, would have escaped? I'm right? I'm hoping this is a rhetorical question. You can carry on and give me a link to it so I can read it. So I can what, well actually myself. Hey, what did what did, the, what did the pilot of the, the Enola Gay have for his dinner? Uh, dinosaur bones. Nuclear fission chips. <laughs> oh! oh. energy oh can't be created or destroyed. Mm -hmm. Isn't that... Can't the sun create energy with nuclear fusion? Ah, but what it's doing there is it's <laughs> just like converting <laughs> the energy in the uh, hydrogen and helium into another form of energy. Yeah, because it is going to run out. Yeah, it is going to run uh, out at some stage, isn't it? So it's yeah. not creating. It's, it. ramping ah. up, it's ramping up the energy, well, creating more energy. Actually, well, actually, no, it, it's not. It's not creating more energy. You see, it's when you convert like uh, deuterium uh, into uh, helium, you're 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 losing, uh, I think it's a neutron. So, no, you're losing a proton somewhere, turning it into a neutron, and you're giving off a load of energy and things. So you're losing some matter, and then you're gaining that. But, well, actually, I'm going to, well, actually, you guys, uh, when it comes know. to the sun and the nuclear fusion, it won't run out. It's that it will get so heavy and its ion content will increase that it eventually becomes unstable and will go nova. If you were able to siphon mass out of the sun, you could prevent it or postpone the nova date. Oh, okay. So, hang on. It's creating more complex particles. So, it's creating energy, but it's losing no, it's energy not... through, through no, the it's, heat. It's not, it's not creating right. them, though, is it? Because there's only a finite so, amount of particles in the sun, isn't Right. There? Using well, using nuclear fusion, you can fuse simpler atoms together to make more, more complex <laughs> atoms. So, typically, what this does is it turns hydrogen and deuterium into helium, and in the process, you lose um, a couple of the particles in the nucleus, 
I'm going to say it's a proton, and in exchange uh, that the particles which are annihilated are turned into energy. But then it's creating more particles going up the more different atoms going up the periodic scale. It's kind of nuclear reactor, and then when it explodes, you get the kind of more complex ones. Well, it gets to a certain point when something decays, it can actually become another element. That is correct. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. the radioactive things, they all transmute into lead. Yeah. Why lead? Who knows? Um, yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> it's kind, of, it's kind of like alchemy in reverse, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> oh, that's the, se- the secret of alchemy, is just to make everything radioactive. Then. No, turn it all into lead. <laughs> that's the secret of alchemy. Well, no, no. With alchemy, you're trying to turn lead into gold, right? Mm. So... Technically, you'd be making it radioactive, right, to get it to... Oh, uh, maybe we should do an episode about alchemy and talking about um, uh, monoatomic gold, because that, yeah. that's like the Philosopher's Stone or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, back to right. uh, where were we with, the, with nuclear? Right, okay. So uh, do you want me to keep reading, because some of this stuff is Yeah, just, we've got uh... some discussion points. So, yeah. I'm, I'm read- okay. I've just read the first paragraph as well. It, yeah. it sounds like it's theoretical, like... This is what we want to do, not this is what we have done. Is it? Is this? Is this putting? Right. A, is it? Is this like but, working out whether she acts sleep or not again? Is that? Is that what this is? No, this because is, that's probably of, more concrete science. This is, yeah. this, this is kind of theoretically disproving the splitting of atoms. You know, nuclear fission via quantum physics. Now they're using quantum physics rather. Than Fraser, just to skip ahead a bit, because you're probably going to mention this, what about the theory that these are conventional bombs, but when you put them at certain ley line intersections at certain dates, that's what causes the the amazing... Well, that is um, one claim, isn't it? I can't remember the guy's name. What was his name? I don't know. There was was actually a whole storyline in the Spawn comic about this, that that the the atom bomb was dropped at... The, the bomb was dropped on Hiroshima to open a portal to let demons through. Oh, well, that bit I could believe. And Houdini was trying to stop it. Yeah, that was quite. That was, that was a pretty good run in the uh, like, early Spawn comics. Yeah, it's in, the, it's in the early Spawn comics. It's around like 17 to 20, I think. Okay. I, I really would like to know, how is it that by shining a laser onto an atom you can call it? Ooh. So, I mean, surely if you shine light onto something, you're going to energise it. Because when I, when light gets shined on me, I get energised. <laughs> Turn get that fucking and... light off like that. A bit like that kind of energised. <laughs> I mean, right. like, is there ever a time when you could like shine a light on someone and go, "Oh, that's making me a lot cooler." Thank you. Yeah. Maybe you tried moonlight. Uh, oh well. Um... Yeah, that's that's another <laughs> episode. So, but yeah. back back to uh, how how do nukes really work then? Right, fucking okay. Nukes. So, fucking nukes. How do they work? I'll fi- I'll finish this because this this goes into yeah. I think this is just science man doing. Oh well, we we can think this up. Look we at this stuff we've done. made up that could yeah, possibly we're, happen. Yeah, we're we're shitting all over on previously you know established you know facts about certain things, right? Okay. So the atom has split personality. The fragile quantum effect can only occur at the lowest temperatures and with careful handling. One method is cooling cesium atom enormously uh, er, enormously using lasers to a temperature of a length of 
a million Freaking above laser absolute beams. zero, and then holding it with another laser. The laser beam is key to splitting the atom. It works because atoms have a spin that can go in two directions depending on the on the direction. The atom can be moved to the right or the left by the laser, like on a conveyor. Key is that the atom atom spin can be in both directions simultaneously. So if the atom is moved to the right and left at the same time, it will split. The atom has a kind of split personality. Half of it is to the right and half to the left, and yet it is still whole, explained Andreas Stefan, the publication's lead author. This okay. doesn't make sense. This, this, this well, is, this is um... quantum physics. You don't have to make sense. You just talk shit. This is made up physics. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you talk shit, except when the episode on telepathy, where I was saying yeah. that quantum entanglement could be a an explanation for this process. For mm. demons, yeah, okay. Um, no, no, not, not demons. People I love, I start thinking about, and then suddenly I see them. Demons. Or they talk to me. Demons. <laughs> My demons friends are not demons. Demons. Shut up. <laughs> Parts compare their okay. The parts compare their experiences is titled um, but you cannot see the split directly. If you shine a light on the atom to take a picture, the split will collapse immediately. The atom can then be seen in several images, sometimes on the left, sometimes on the right, but never in both places. And yet the split can be proved successfully. Is, is the atom is, the is, atom is back it together? Is the atom doing the uh, cha-cha slide? Is it? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you know but they what? can't prove it until Chris they put Cross. it Crisscross. Crisscross. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, yeah. I'm going to tell you a, a story yeah. that used to happen to me as a child, right? And Because it makes, as mu- it makes as much sense as the logic in, in this bullshit, right? <laughs> so as a child, there was an insomniac dog in one of the neighbours, and he used to be barking all the night. And I would have nightmares that the dog would somehow manage to get through one of the cracks. And so this is I'd insist like all the doors. Oh, but it's and, the mysterious incident of the dog in the night time. Is that autobiographical about you? I would have nightmares when the dog was barking that it was running up the stairs, you know, tearing me to pieces. And then my dad said, "But how are you here intact?" And I was like, "Because another dog put me back together again. A good dog." Because I like dogs, but I just, for some reason, have nightmares about these dogs. So this this is a thing about, like, oh, it's split, but <laughs> if you, you try to observe it... if It's split, but if you try to observe it, it'll be unsplit. It makes as much sense as, well, I am definitely got torn apart by this dog because I definitely like saw that in my dream. But then when I wake up, I, I'm, I'm whole again. I so, can make uh, you whole again. Maybe it was, so, maybe it was the same dog. It was in just two different states. It, yeah. What? So there's this quantum state. It's either tearing me apart or put me back together again. It's <laughs> it, 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 it Schrodinger's dog. No, you're <laughs> Schrodinger's. Ex- you're the Schrodinger's thing, aren't you? Because you uh, Yeah, you but are. Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's got a cat. Has he been ripped yeah. apart I... by the dog or not? No. Until it, 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 you don't know whether he's been ripped apart by the dog or not until his dad observes him. That's Schrodinger's <laughs> Hobbit. Yeah, pretty much. And I was absolutely convinced it. I mean, it was paranoid. Like every every single night, dog would be barking, same nightmare, and it was horrifying. And it's it's like you can't really explain to a kid because you know you believe. Well, the other dog putting you back stuff. together. That's some weird shit. That is Hobbit. It, it was literally one of those I've got to explain it away because my dad's asked me for a logical explanation and it's like well that's the bullshit I came up with yeah. which is 
The reason I mention that is because this thing of like, well, if you try and observe it, it will be unsplit. But when we don't look at it, it's split. And I'm just like, mate, come on. <laughs> Welcome to the world of quantum physics. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I know the, the double slit. The tomorrow. <laughs> the double the slit experiment. Of tomorrow. The double slit experiment is weird in regards to this, but you know, What's come on, guys. Yeah, but they can't even observe the split, right? The double slit Sorry experiment proves the observer affects the outcome. Sorry to get back on topic, guys, but I've just posted no. a, a a link um, to the uh, VADA um, tests. They set off a bomb and troops walk towards it. <laughs> didn't they do the similar in Bikini, Bikini Atoll? They had the, they had the guys yeah. looking at it, didn't they? Why don't you just go on a holiday to Bikini Atoll if you love it so much? I mean, this is the sixth time you've mentioned it in this episode. Well, nobody seems to be picking it up. That's where they actually did fucking tests. Oh, look. Oh, look. Oh, look. Who looking? Who is looking after it now? Have a guess. Oh, is it Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, fuck. It's a different one. It's now a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Oh, well, that's <laughs> uh, In addition that's to what I thought was pretty... Here, isn't it? In the world we've, got, we've got to have a good look at these. Place. We've got to have a good look at these fuckers in UNESCO. They're up to something, and we're going to fucking find out. Whatever they're up to, it ain't good. We know yeah. that for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, usually what UNESCO are up to is, is like, human I child trafficking... Um, rape. And they they do a lot of rape. The fact that uh, so to... UNESCO has oh, determined yeah. UNESCO determined the atoll symbolizes the dawn of the nuclear age and named it a world heritage site on the third of August twenty ten. Shame, oh, shame, thanks, uh, shame Wait, zero yeah, isn't it? Shame to work you can't out those go numbers. there and like test these uh, radiation levels, and isn't it? That's a bit interesting, isn't it? <laughs> We can't. It's a world uh, heritage site now. It must be stay. It uh, must stay as it was. Well, it's it's like Antarctica. I mean, isn't all of Antarctica a UNESCO World Heritage Site? I think so. <laughs> do, do you want me to continue with the? Uh, uh, we're not really. Do you, do you want whoa, to whoa, do hold it? Hold on, because... hold on. Bikini Atoll. So this is part of the World Heritage Site bit. Bikini Atoll has, has conserved direct tangible evidence conveying the power of nuclear tests, i.e. the sunken ships sent to the bottom of the lagoon by the tests in 1946 and the gigantic Bravo crater, equivalent to 7,000 times the force of the Hiroshima bomb. Don't you mean ginormous? <laughs> it's okay. it's a th it's sure. it's like uh, one thousand times nine eleven, isn't it? Uh, and I'd major uh, the tests have major consequences on the geology and natural environment of Bikini Atoll and on and on the health of those who are exposed to radiation. Through its history, the the atoll symbolises the dawn of the nuclear age, despite its paradoxical image of peace and earthly paradise. Do you think? Oh. Do you think UNESCO are covering up um, portals to hell? I think UNESCO are covering up the fact Jerry Nadler shit himself. Fraser, I've got a way to debunk you, right? You, right? you know you're saying, like, there's no way to measure the nuclear fallout of this because it's a UNESCO site. Well, who do we know lives at the bottom of Bikini Atoll? SpongeBob SquarePants. And what right. do we know happens to those that observe SpongeBob SquarePants? Their IQ has been proven to be reduced after watching the show. 
Oh, hold on, just one and more thing. As we know, keep, a sign of radiation on. poisoning is IQ oh, reduction. I rest my case. No, the, the, the levels of chemo in that show are, 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 are so many. I mean, isn't no. basically SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> you watched it, version. haven't you? That's it's the poor man's Ren and Stimpy. You are correct, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bikini Atoll is open to visitors aboard vessels that are completely self sufficient if they obtain prior approval. They must also pay for a diver and two local government council representatives to accompany them. The local representation yeah, yeah, yeah. is required to verify that visitors. Don't remove artifacts from the wrecks in the lagoon. Extensive research has been conducted to ensure the safety of visitors to the area and to demonstrate the now low levels of radi radiation in and around Bikini Atoll. So the the atoll test. So when was the atoll testing? What's the? 19... Does anybody know what what uh, radioactive element they used? Probably uranium or plutonium. What's the half life for uranium and plutonium? No idea, Thousands but when you when you blow it up, it changes. Yeah. Oh, does it? Element one fifteen. That's the one that Bob Lazar was working on. Well, they found well, strontium it... ninety, haven't they? So, uh... oh, one of the strontium ninety. Get... So in nineteen seventy-seven. So the testing. Okay, so the testing was. Okay. 1800s and 1946 so sometime in the 40s they did it uh, but they found strontium 90 which is a, which has a half life of 28.8 years yeah, that's who lives thing. in a pineapple under the sea spongebob square pants uh, <laughs> it, 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 right um, I want to say as we're talking about the half-life of various elements, yeah. there's something called an enhanced radiation weapon, or also a cobalt bomb, mm. where you wrap a nuclear weapon, doesn't matter if it's um, thermonuclear or just atomic, mm. you wrap it in cobalt, the cobalt becomes irradiated by the explosion, and is... Yeah, that's it. And it becomes incredibly toxic, and it's got a half-life of, well, I don't know, something like 150 days. Yeah. Basically, if you're in a nuclear bunker, you'll survive it whilst all the life uh, on the surface dies. And uh, the, the, the propaganda in the Cold War was saying that, oh, well, the Russians are evil, amoral bastards, so they've definitely got enhanced radiation weapons. That's why unlike they use it as well. <laughs> unlike us, the, the only nation on Earth which has used the bomb twice in anger... Yeah. Oh, and forget Agent Orange because you know that's not sexy. That don't count. Yeah, that don't count. And uh, and and Dresden, just forget about that one. <laughs> well, no, no, Dresden was based because you know Bomber Harris do it again. Yeah. That was actually the German stimulus package because look how well they've done from it. Oh, Hobbit, you would have enjoyed you would have, would have enjoyed the last podcast the left I listened to today, uh, an <laughs> uh, uh, Austrian serial killer. Ah, um, uh, Joseph Fritzl. No, it uh, begins with a W. He actually spent some time in the Cecil Hotel. Or is the oh, Yanks is he the... Go on then. Is he the guy he's that invited a guy over for dinner and they ate his willing? No, he's he's the guy. Oh. He's the guy. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that spent fifteen years in jail for brutally murdering a prostitute, and the shit. And he started writing, and the shit libs thought he was great, so they they uh, they proceed. They, so they got him released, and then he went on to kill a further ten prostitutes. 
Ah, uh, so when is he going to be doing uh, a talk with Greta Thunberg about <laughs> how uh, you need to reduce your carbon footprint by murdering prostitutes? But I want to know what his pronouns are. He wasn't. Yes. He wasn't. He wasn't murdering. He wasn't. He wasn't reducing his carbon footprint because when he got out of prison, he bought himself a nice, nice big Mercedes with a privatized plate. And uh, despite the fact being 1990, he bought himself a big 1970s like white white disco suit. Okay. Um, you think this you... channel is unhypnotizing Zoomers? Why? <laughs> I don't know, just by giving, you know, truth. You know? Mm. Who's, our, who's our audience? I mean, you've got the demographics analysis. I don't know, I haven't had a look at that in ages. Oh. Hey, you should have a look. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think we're talking to Generation X men and millennials. I think it's old people. From, I think yeah. I think it's people between forty and sixty. I'm pretty sure is what I, is how our demo well, demographics go. I, I know one of our audience members is in his fifties, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll say hello, Rodders. Um, see is if he analytics. Knows. Let's have a look at the. We want to do some live analytics, do we? Is anyone in the chat in your twenties? Speak up. <laughs> Uh, who's who's watching? I would like to meet you. Well, apparently, we've got someone. Someone. In, <laughs> apparently, we've got someone in. Then oh, that's that's returning viewers. Uh, I thought that was someone well, who was ninety, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, audience, how do you see the the audience's age? Well, whilst you're figuring that out, I'm going to read a bit yeah, more from this Science more. Daily thing. I'm just going to skip ahead to a cog in a gearbox. For us, an atom is a well-controlled and oiled cog, said Dr. Andrea Alberti, the team lead for the Bond experiment. Well, it's not like you it's could... like a really little tiny thing that you couldn't find, couldn't find even, you know, if you had a... Needle in a haystack. Yeah, even if you had a magnifying you can, glass. You can build a calculator with remarkable performance using these cogs, but in order for it to work, they have to engage... This is where the actual significance of splitting atoms lies. Because the two halves are put back together again, they can make contact with adjacent atoms to the left and right and sh share it. This allows a small network of atoms to form that can be used, like in the memory of a computer, to simulate to control real systems, which will then make the secrets more accessible. The scientists believe that the entire potential controlling individual atoms this precisely will become apparent over time. Oh, fuck. We're, we're firmly in the demo, lads. Uh, 35 to 44 years, 100% age and gender. 35 to 44, 100% male, it says. Well, that's wrong, because I know one of the guys... And he, well, he used his real date of birth on his, Google, on his Gmail account, because that him set up. He's, he's in his 50s. 100% it can't be 100% male. I, I have proper, a female proper friend sausage on Facebook proper sausage who fest. Is, is watched this. <laughs> proper sausage <laughs> fest, this is, mate. I happen to know daughter of Albion, who's a real verified female human being. No, because I've seen the video the that says Tranny of Albion. Does anyone remember that video? <laughs> oh, was it uh, uh, Johnny Monoxide? I can't remember. Someone, it, did, someone did Tranny of Albion once. He's the um, he's the font of authoritative. Like, if if I want to know if someone's a tranny, Johnny Monoxide is there with the truth. Yeah. Unlike us guys, Johnny Monoxide and our former co-host as well. Uh, oh. oh. Um. Do you oh? know the the clit and the G spot are much easier to locate than the atom. That is true. 
Yeah. And the other thing is, we have like scientific evidence, photographic evidence of the clit and the G spot. <laughs> oh, I could, do, you, do you want to see where where people are watching this from? Oh, the Seychelles, India. This is shit. You, United Kingdom, United States. So, fifty-four point five percent are watching from the United Kingdom, four point nine percent from the United States. But it's just not going to tell me where the rest come from. It would be, it would be the United States would be higher if we didn't shit on them so much. <laughs> Did you think? Um, well, it's ba- it's banter, and as we know, the Americans can take a joke because they've got thick skin. It's like water off a duck's back. <laughs> yeah. A the fat ones come here. Yeah. It's it's like water off a fat duck's back. Uh, top top when, subtitle languages when, are no subtitles. Oh, when, when, when we insult Americans, I hope they know we're we're only insulting the ones from like the hills in Alabama. No, they're all right. They're all right. It's the other ones. No, right. It's it's, it's, it's the <laughs> coast. The, the coastal elites are the ones we want to. No, no, no. It's, yeah, the city types. Yeah. I, I want to go on a holiday to like Montana or somewhere, like upwater of the California catchment basin, so I can shit in their streams. You know, so you, know if, you know, if Susan spent, spent less time. Oh, hold on. That was just the last 28 I was going to say, like, Let's look at the lifetime like of the channel. Oh, because, yeah, you, yeah. No, it's still a sausage fest. So, lifetime, did, lifetime of the channel, 2.6% female. If I didn't know better, I would say that YouTube functionality is getting worse, not better. Well, that's because they're more more interested in throwing racist stuff than they are in actually doing their fucking job properly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. Um, I saw a um, video from The Quartering about that, how they've changed things recently. Yeah. Well, I saw the title of the vid- video, but I didn't see. I didn't look into the... I've got, I've got the lifetime but... of the channel, so 18 to 24, 2.7%. 13 to 17 years, 0%. 25 to 34, 47.9. 35 to 44, 41.2. And then 45 to 54, 7.9%. 55 to 64, we're missing out there, 0%. But 65 plus years, 0.3%, Hobbit. Mm. Yeah, probably because they don't know how to work the computer and they click on it accidentally. <laughs> they were actually looking for the real fourteen. <laughs> yeah, they're expecting large. They're expecting Nigel Fanthorpe on his motorbike. Was those two times my mum tuned in? <laughs> you remember? You remember fourteen times? You remember fourteen times, don't you? Which uh, we're sorry, not, not 14 with. times, 14, 14 TV. You remember that date you done with like, Nigel Fanthorpe? The vicar, the trendy vicar. I do remember it. <laughs> well, well, we know why it's like 34 to fucking... Uh, uh, Miss, Miss, Patriots, Miss, Miss Patriots <laughs> popped in to break up the sausage fest. Nice. There we go. <laughs> get, get, the, get them analytics. <laughs> We got we got to appeal to the kids. We got to go yo and like I don't know what. I think inter- interdimensional lizard has done has done the research because he said the audience is eight weirdos from the internet. I thought I thought that was the panel. Great. I thought the panel was eight weirdos from the internet. Is Miss Patriot a, a, a woman or a mirror uh, of children? She's definitely a woman. Oh, you you mean uh, an individual with a uterus? 
Mm. An individual, yeah. I mean, a birthing is it a birth person? Person, birthing person, that's it. Birthing person. Two different states at once. He could be a woman at one point and a a, a man at another. Because you see, Miss Patriot, not not an atom. Because because Miss Patriot is like on the macro scale, we can observe her, and she's not in an indeterminate state if you don't observe her. (laughs) (laughs) But that's science, bro. That's what science is. Yeah, science, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Nukes aren't real. There we go. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, are we going to talk about uh, the U- uh, are we talking about the UFO? Oh God, then Dom, what are we going to say? I was going to say, have you, you seen that clip where this woman goes on at the senator about abortion, and uh, she's saying, uh, uh, um, "We're talking about people who are able to give birth through their uteruses." He's like, "Are you talking about women?" He's <laughs> like, "No." Uh, also, there's transgender men and non-binary individuals and I find your remarks transphobic <laughs> <laughs> I always get confused I don't know whether a, a, is, it, is a transgender man is that a man pretending to be a woman or a woman pretending to be a man I, I, I think a transgender thing. man is a woman who's become ah. a man now <laughs> is this quantum entanglement because, <laughs> like you know they're either not, neither male nor female until you observe uh, like you strip off their clothes yeah, yeah, but, the, yeah but the problem yeah. is you observe them and they're still male aren't they but they're just wearing a dress <laughs> really, we're really getting into Schrodinger's weeds here <laughs> Schrodinger's ding dongs yeah Schrodinger's <laughs> <laughs> Throwing his ding dong. If a tranny passes, and you don't know until you pulled his pants down. Is that what you said? <laughs> Basically, everything you do or say is transphobic. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's that section of. Uh, so, what else did you want to talk about nuclear wise, Hobbit? Oh, uh, I did nuclear medicine. I studied Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I have done positron emission tomography where I actually had an argument with my dad saying it's impossible to make antimatter. Where would you store it? And I'm like, well, it's a product of beta radiation decay. And also, did you know that the solar wind emits it? That's where you'd store it. Yeah, uh, using magnets. How do they work? Yeah. But also, we get it from the sun. Now, I know people here will know I'm a flat Earth enjoyer, right? But I know the sun is real because I can feel it. And over the past few days where my nan's been in hospital for dehydration, um, she thinks drinking a lot of water is like drinking a pint in the day. Um, but So she's been on an IV drip, and each time they've given her a litre. I said to her, that, that's two pints they put into you in the space of half an hour. Um, but yeah, we've all appreciated sun. We all know it's there. So whether space is real or not, we definitely know that the sun is real because we can feel it on our backs or on our faces. Mm. So I, I reckon you can... You, you, Well, yeah. If you, you go up high enough into the atmosphere, you can get uh, your solar, solar radiation. You, you can get particles from it. Well, I remember when I went skiing in Austria that uh, that when you're up there up high, you have to make sure you've got plenty of sunblock all the time, even though, yeah, it's, because, even though it's snowy. 
you've got less atmosphere protecting yeah. you from ultraviolet radiation. Yeah. They also say that the best weed grows up in the mountains. Do you know why? Ultraviolet light. Yeah, that's right. And the uh, cannabis resin it produces works as a a, a sunblock. So uh, that's that's why it does it. Oh. The Blue Mountains in Jamaica produce the best coffee ever. Anyway, oh, okay. If say if they grow weed in those same areas, I don't know if they do or well, not. I mean, I was traditionally that told that you know, this is back before people were great hydroponically. That the best uh, weed came from either the Rift Mountains of Morocco or the uh, uh, the Himalayas, like Nepal. Or Himalayas. DJ, DJ, how how satisfied Himalayas. are you that we've covered, you covered your... stuff now, <laughs> Look, you know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> well, it's like it's like uh, what's his name? It's like um, George Michael. It's the Himalayas, isn't it? George Michael is the Himalayas. George Michael. <laughs> Himalaya. Do you get it? Uh, no, it should be him. I don't know. That that oh. joke didn't land, did it? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I've, I've got, I've got it. Himla layer. He likes to sleep with Wafanesis officers. Well, it'd, it'd be more like you know somebody who shags a lot of women because Himalaya. Oh, okay. He yeah. apparently died. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see that? Uh, <laughs> do you know when he crashed into that uh, that Photoshop and someone that's. And someone well, at the crash site had, had written "wham" in in, in yeah. marker on it. Hobbit, I thought you had some, I thought you had some different content about nuclear to do. Oh, I just wanted to. Well, actually, um, what's his name? And I, I think I've pretty much done it during the show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know. I don't know. I thought you wanted to talk about I don't know green energy or something. Oh, no, I oh I've already done if... that. Right. Oh, what if... about nuclear power plants? That's what yeah. uh, Cliff is is on about. Yeah. yeah so you you can get a nu nuclear uh, fission, nuclear. Nu nuclear, where you have a, a subcritical um, chain reaction event, and that makes the things go hot. I, oh, well, you can, I you also... can make you can make bombs from that, or is it, or is it just like a certain way of uh, processing it that creates the bomb stuff? Uh, it's, it's just they it, want it, to get it hot to produce the energy to then heat the water to turn the turbine, basically. That's all. Yeah. That's what uh, nuclear power plants are. They're, they're it's basically well, steam powered. Basically. Funny enough, I spoke with the guys at ITA um, for. Uh, a job interview. Oh well, doxed. I'm one of the thousands upon thousands of people that apply to work for Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Oh nice. And I, you could have got I, I, by Alistair, Alistair Crowley. <laughs> um, except was it Jack, Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons got bummed by Alistair Crowley, didn't he? He got yeah. bummed, he got bummed by Alistair Crowley, and, and he got and he got cucks by L. Ron Hubbard. That's <laughs> poor so, old Jack Parsons. I, I, I said to them, right, we, we're dealing with nuclear fusion. Is this still going to be just basically heating up a, a steam kettle and driving a turbine? We're doing Victorian technology. And they're saying, yeah, but what you're describing is called aneutronic fusion, where if you do fusion of... You do fusion without neutrons, and then because of that, you get a whole bunch of um, negatively charged plasma, 
which you can then siphon using magnets and then just directly tap the electricity from that. Fucking Let me magnets, get the... how do they work? Um... They... No one really knows. That's the whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm so gonna what? So, so what actually? So, so what, hap what happens? What happens fusion. to the rods then to make them spent? Uh, so what happens is after a while, the the content of of the fuel rod will change from uranium two three five to uranium two three eight, and they're described as spent. But really, all that's happened is like a, a tiny percentage, like five or six percent, it gets used. Uh, they're still radioactively hot, which is why they have to be putting cooling tanks for years and years afterwards. In fact, that was one of the controversies over or, or we could just Or we could just put it in a boat and fuck it off to China, which is, I think is what we actually do, isn't it? Um, or or you, you can do what they did in Fukushima, where it's just like, LOL, put the spent uh, fuel rods on top of the reactor. I'm sure no unforeseen consequences will happen there. Um, the... Uh, but the thing is, you can do... Now, all of this is in what's called a fast breeder reactor. Fast breeder reactors are the nuclear reactors we have. They are essentially a bomb-making facility which enriches uranium and plutonium into weapons-grade materials. There's also things like fast breeder reactors, but we don't need to get into the, into the weeds here. Now, um, the reason I, I mentioned this... Can I derail you for a second? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really like to meet all you guys for a pint in a pub somewhere in a nice setting and it would be great but I think the reality is we're all going to meet up in a anti-woke um, dissident um, FEMA camp probably <laughs> well if we can meet in a if, if we can meet in a pub I'll bring over the jag yeah hobbits yeah, and jag when no. And when it comes time to pay the bills, it's just like, oh, I'll, I'll just go and warm up the jag. I seem to have left my wallet somewhere else. You, you, we, you'll, you'll do the bill, won't you? I'm just going to warm up the jag. Um, it's like, why are you stealing? Why are you stealing the silver? Oh no, you don't understand. I've got a jag. Anyway, back to nuclear reactors, right? So you have got fast breeder reactors. They get hot. You put, boil some water on that. You get steam, steam power. Hey, free energy. Um, there is also called the liquid salt thermal reactor where you get um, your nuclear material. Um, so instead of rods, you've got a powder yeah. and you, you mix the powder together. It becomes subcritical and gets very hot. You surround it in, um, uh, I think you, you make it an alloy of sodium mixed <sighs> with like thorium or uranium. So you've got this liquid sodium you have a jacket of sodium around it, which in turn that melts as well. Uh, and then you, you pump the liquid sodium around and use that to heat up steam, which again does does the same same job. And the, the advantage of this reactor is every you get like a, a thermal runaway event, you know, a nuclear meltdown, uh, what will happen is the reactor will be breached, the sodium will pour out, and then when that happens, it solidifies and cools and forms a plug. Uh, it's a solid-state reactor. Once the fuel goes in, that's it. You can't add new fuel. And that would last for about 30 years. The advantage of being is once you're done with it, 
instead of having like 94% uh, fissile material left, you've got like 0.1% fissile material left. So it's far more efficient than existing reactors. But again, existing reactors, their primary goal of them is not to produce energy. That's just like a happy uh, uh, consequence. <sighs> their primary goal is... It, yeah, the primary objective of these is to produce weapons-grade fissile material. So, ah, aneutronic fusion. It's any form of fusion power where very little of the energy released is carried by neutrons. Um, so, lowest threshold nuclear fusion reaction release 80% of the energy in the form of neutrons. Aneutronic reactions release energy in the form of charged particles, typically protons or alpha particles. Um, so... Successful aneutronic fusion would greatly reduce problems associated with neutron radiation, such as damaging ionizing radiation, neutron activation, reactor maintenance, and requirements for biological shielding. So, uh, since it's similar to convert the energy of charged particles into electrical power, then it is to convert energy from uncharged particles. An aneutronic reaction would be attractive for power systems. Some proponents see a potential for dramatic cost reductions by converting energy directly to electricity, as well as eliminating the radiation from neutrons. And so, one example they got from this is that you put lithium-6 with deuterium, which is H2, and then you get uh, uh, alpha particles come out and you get a but the, the other one which they could do is using a helium-free deuterium reaction. And fortunately, uh, we've got a large supply of helium-free not far from us on the moon because it comes from the solar wind and it's deposited into the regolith of, of the moon. Isn't Again, that, that, isn't that, that is documentary? No, I'm thinking, oh, what's it called? Something 3. There's a documentary, isn't there, where, where they were talking about people moving into space. Like there are a couple of documentaries I think we probably could do a watch, a, a watch and the, talk about. The the best the best one would pro probably be if you've got people living in the O'Neill cylinders because we don't know the effects of different gravity on us. It's probably a good idea to keep it very close to o point uh, to one one Earth gravity and maybe for fun you could have a, a zero g sex swimming pool or whatever, um, but like. Uh, or, or maybe like a, a tenth of a G, because at least then you'll be able to like land on the floor. But when you jump, you'll be able to float for ages. That that will probably be more fun than zero G. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, you, you know what? I think we'd be a good fit for uh, Joe Rogan podcast because we're we're like a hybrid between the how you know, he does does Legion of Skanks. Or the protect the parks, where he has a bunch of comedians, and also he has a bunch of uh, scientific experts. So we'll be kind of a blend between the two. Joe Rogan, if you're listening, have me on. I will talk oh. about any subject. I'm quite happy to talk about God, <laughs> uh, mathematics, or not talk so much about mathematics. Space, you know... I won't talk so much about space, but I'd be quite happy to talk about nuclear reactions. Aliens, um, elk oh, meat. <laughs> I would defi definitely talk to him about crystals and demons trapped in crystals, and that's what I wanted to mention. A few weeks ago, someone uh, called Alternative Three. That was the documentary I thought we should watch. Ah. It's, it's from 1977. It's like a, you know, like these faux faux serious documentaries, like Ghost Watch was, and it mm. fooled a lot of people. This was about people moving to the moving to the moon or, or out of space or something. Okay, uh, owning your cylinders is the best way to do it, and then you just have robotic uh, mining of 
these inhospitable planets. Right, so this is from, well, various places have posted it. Uh, the one I've got it from is scifiofficial.com, which I think is the uh, entertainment channel, sci-fi. Uh, I'll post it in... Uh, uh, the is thing. it S-Y-F-Y? S-Y-F-Y. Uh, look in general and you'll, you'll see it. Uh, so, a nuclear test creates a forbidden crystal. Yeah. This is the fivefold way. In the nineteen in the nineteen forties, the very first atomic bomb blast deep in the New Mexico desert spawned something that has lain underground all these years waiting. Something forbidden, something so bizarre that scientists swore it couldn't exist on Earth. They found it in meteorites, oh yes, but from the depths of space that come. But this was forged in the radioactive fires of the bomb. Something that could only be bombed when humans arrogantly tampered with the laws of nature itself, letting loose the terror of icosahedrite, the quasi-crystal. Dun-dun-dun! Uh, to be a little less florid and more science-y, scientists have found an extremely unusual form of a crystal called icosahedrite, which has previously only been found in a weird meteorite or created in the lab. The difference here is that this specimen was found in a mineral made with the intense heat and pressure. By the way, I'm going to copy an image into the chat so people can see this um, X-ray crystallography of of this of this thing, and then is you that go, an oh yeah, X-ray Jerkov crystal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> X-ray crystallography is the cataloging of Jerkov crystals for your wank wank bank. <laughs> um, so. So, the difference here is that this specimen was found in a mineral made when the intense heat and pressure from the very first atomic bomb detonation, the Trinity Test, uh, allegedly... I think we did do the episode about the Pakistan village with vitrified walls and the Scottish castles with vitrified walls. Oh, God, walls. yeah. What's that place called? I can't remember. Yes, we did uh, talk but, about it. Yeah, because I was talking about ancient science Coral fiction. Castle. No, no, Coral, Coral Castles Co in America... In Scotland, there are castles oh, where shit, yeah, the, there's the heat, another one, isn't there? The heat has been so intense, the walls oh, have yeah, turned yeah, into yeah, glass. Yeah, 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 that's it, yeah. And they're saying this was a siege where people were burning logs underneath the stone because, as we all know, uh, yes. wood fires melt mm -hmm. castle walls. <laughs> castle walls. <laughs> so, so, wow. so, some some proper Star I Wars. Mean... Some proper Star Wars tier stuff was going on back then to vitrify stone mm -hmm. walls and cause radio radioactive um, uh, clicks. Anyway, back to this mineral, icosahedrite. Yeah, I think Coral sound... Castle was the episode name, wasn't it? If anyone wants to go back. And yeah, we we did about that, and uh, I think we did about other megaliths as well in there. So the Trinity test fused the sand underneath it into glass, and not just the sand, but the metal from the tower. It was mounted on and copper from transmission wires connecting instruments to the test. And so they've got a mineral here in this uh, article called Red Trinitite. If you if you want to put the, the, the sci-fi article up and There's show this picture. There's actually quite a few. I've just had a look at oh, Vitrified Thoughts. Fuck off, man. What? No. What, what, what? You believe... Oh, it's... The image, the fucking image, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so red, trin red trinitite, a glassy <laughs> mineral created in the first atomic bomb test in New Mexico in 1945. All of this came together to form a weird mineral called trinitite. It's usually glassy and green, and unsurprisingly, is slightly radioactive. A more f rare form. Did you, of trinitite did you know there were 70 vitrified forts in Scotland? No, I didn't. Maybe we should revisit it and the story of Lou and Dagda. 
um, because they've got some property. Oh, what uh, the reason I mentioned Dagda is he's got replicates. A cauldron. There's a Wikipedia on Vitrified Dragons, Thoughts. man. It was the dragons. They did it. Well, yeah. Dagda had a cauldron yeah, which would give you fire. unlimited food, but unlimited food of anything. Um, so you heart's content, you'll pull was it this, out. Was it was and, it James T. Kirk that made them? And Lou had a, a a spear which would shoot straight beams of lightning, and he had a shield made of light. Definitely, now, definitely, um, definitely Star Trek. If you've seen Ulysses 31, you'll also see, like, it, Ulysses 31 was funny. You, everybody, like, got... everybody has got to watch. Ulysses 31 is the greatest fucking, like, the be- one of the best, like, cartoon series out there. I really like it. It's Greek got a great myths, story. Greek myths, Greek myths plus science fiction plus laser imagine, swords and shields. Imagine, yeah, laser swords and shields. But imagine you got your Greek myths, but with seventies disco music. Yeah, you listen to the things you do. Also, because the because it's the it's the eighties, you've got a cute robot. Because <laughs> robots were a big thing in the eighties. Because robots made everything better, even Rocky Four. I, yeah, they're, they're, that's not the only like Stallone movie where there's like cute robots in it. But back to this Trinitite substance. Uh, Clash of um, the Titans. Clash of the Titans had bu- Bubo, didn't it? The owl. Mm. Oh yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah. Uh, so a more rare form of trinitrite is red, and a piece of this was found after World War Two, north of the eighty-meter-wide crater, from the test in Alamogordo, New Mexico. The color may be due to copper oxide from Excellent the transmission lines. Excellent there, Hobbit. Flawless. Alamog- yeah, I, I'm like a native New Mexican. Uh, from the transmission lines <laughs> fused into I the mineral. I thought you were actually born Spanish, the way you pronounce that, Hobbit. I mean, you can smell the tacos and burritos from. You can smell the tacos and burritos from here. I'm Scottish. I can, I can smell that rogue, <laughs> that rogue, rogue Spanish DNA in your hobbit. <laughs> well, you, you know, I am partly Spaniard. Uh, yeah. It's a very yeah. distant ancestry, but uh, yeah. The, burritos. My uh, one of my uh, grandfather's ancestors was a, a woman. Who uh, during the Napoleonic Wars just like oh Spain's just shit hot I'm moving to France, um, and it, it then married like my great 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 grandfather. Um, and no, oh this has been known for some time. What's new is that in the oh, teeny ten microgram. Uh, let me just say this quick. For a long time, it was supposed that these forts were peculiar to Scotland, but they're also found in the Isle of Man, County Londonderry, uh, Ireland, in Upper Lusitania, Bohemia, Silesia, Saxony. Thuringia. What's Lusitania? From... Uh, Lusit. Oh, so Lusit, Lusit, Upper Lusatia. What? what L- Lusitania. I-, I lust for Titania's large. No, it's, L- it's Lusatia. L U S A T I A. Historical region in Germany and Poland. 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 Oh, I just uh, went a bit. Poland. Oh, Roland. Oh, <laughs> Poland. P- Poland. Poland. So, so back to this this Trinitite because we we can we can save that. That's that. Thanks for the teaser for the next episode. Yeah. All this has been known. anyway. Ten micrograms uh, sample of the red Trinitite. Scientists found a new form of icosahedrite created in a twenty-two kiloton blast. Oh, the chemical form. Have you ever heard of uh, Ucker Lake in Brandenburg, where the walls are formed of burnt and smelted bricks? No, but this sounds like it should be in our um, vitrified yeah. thoughts episode. Yeah, um, coming soon, TM. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like ah, uh, 
Uh, Fraser debunked because here's all these ancient nuclear bomb blasts. Minor ice cream nuclear bombs, though, was it? <laughs> no, they were ancient Jewish space lasers. We all, we, me and Fraser both know this. Ah, I see, I see. I see. So why are they? Why, I'm going with the Hobbit theory. It's just dragons did it. Uh, but do dragons have radioactive breath? I don't know. Have you ever met a dragon? Uh, yes, I have. Is I've it, met is, their skeletons. Have you ever seen a dragon with a yarmulke on? Jewish no, space dragons. And, yeah, <laughs> see? space dragons. How is it you've never seen a rabbi and a dragon in the same room? Huh? Checkmate, <laughs> atheists. <laughs> so, now, new form of icosahedrite. The chemical form they determined is silicon-61, copper-30, Ca, that's calcium-7, and... Uh, iron too but what's really cool about it is the crystal structure itself it has fivefold symmetry it's extremely interesting because it's extremely hard for this sort of thing to be found in nature what i'm going to do is copy the image i'm going to paste it into the chat and hemi you can like you know put that up on the screen instead of like the advert for target list <laughs> investigating a cure for cancer uh uh i can't read the rest of it because it's too small uh investigating a cure for cancer was Tinker first mistake. List. It sounds like a good book, though, doesn't it? N now in post production, visit the movie website to learn more. Yeah. The target list movie.com. Is it is anyway? It like the put, cheap version of the, the terminal list. It's it's the Hemi should put this uh, picture of a oh, pentagram give me a on second, the screen. Will you? Jesus Christ. No! You're the OBS slave. You have to make everything work. I, I'm the golden gun winning OBS slave. Thank you, Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, the, the, it was awarded to you jointly by Godwinson and PPPPPoo yeah. before he, you know, shit himself live on air. Yeah. To, to distract from the fact Jerry Nadler 20, shit himself. 2021 20, Golden Gun Award winner. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is this pentagram? So this is an X-ray diffraction pattern from the icosahedrite sample found in the Kachira meteorite. So excellent, this isn't from the bomb pronunciation, blast. pronunciation, Hobbit, like a native. Yeah, this is from the Kachira meteorite showing fivefold symmetry. Inset, the fragment is examined as attached to a length of, of uh, thin length of carbon fibre. Um, and that's credit to Asimo et al., which is not... You know, instead much. of sending us all this bullshit, why can't they just put it down in a fucking letter? Yeah. The first naturally occurring form of... The, well, isn't this a letter? I, I just I mean, love when they go, stuff. oh, I know what we'll do. We'll send it all out there in a symphony and like, like they'll send it back, but it'll be an obscure ra radiation sound. And it's like, oh, fuck off, will you? Just send a letter. Oh, what, you're saying this is aliens communicating? Like yes. This? Okay. Um... So, so this picture is not from the Trinitite. This is from a meteorite. The first one actually came from the crystals found a meteorite from Russia called. You remember that Katiri. time we used the bog roll in one day, Hobbit? Yeah. You said it was aliens well, then. Yeah. Uh, over the years, crystallographers have found that there are four kinds of symmetries natural crystals can have: twofold, threefold, fourfold, and sixfold. These are all based on taking a shape and rotating it 360 degrees. For example, take an equilateral triangle. If you spin it 360, it looks the same. But it also looks the same if you spin it at 120 and 240 degrees. So after spinning it all the way around, you get the same pattern three times, which is a threefold symmetry. A regular hexagon has six sides and looks the same after you spin it 60, 120, 180, 240, and 300, then finally 360 degrees. So it has sixfold symmetry. 
Now, you could theoretically have a fivefold symmetry for an object that goes through multiples of 72 degree rotations. After five of those, you're back at 360, but that's never found in nature. The other symmetries are very strong, and crystals find themselves displaying those instead. So, this fivefold symmetry is so hard to make compared to how easy it is to make the other kind of crystals that it's very rare, which is why it's sometimes called a forbidden symmetry. Duh, 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 duh. It's like flipping a coin. It's like but flipping how, a. How do we know it's never found in nature? Well, we do know it's found in nature because this image, what's on the screen, is an x ray photograph of a meteorite found found in in Russia. Yeah. (laughs) So. Wait. It's very rare. It's not impossible. Uh, So, this fivefold symmetry is so hard to make compared to how easy to make other ones. Yeah, I said that. It's like flipping a coin and having it land on on its edge. To be fair, it does look like a bad photocopy of an Avenged Sevenfold seed. (laughs) <laughs> so, so in other words, it's not impossible, but it's really uncommon given how easy it is for the coin to land with either its flat side down. Now I'm not because saying it's, it's impossible. Because it's so unusual, because it's so unusual, scientists call it a quasi crystal or quasi crystal. The icosahedrite and the meteorite almost certainly form an unusual Ooh, asteroid. That'd be a good name whack- for a pub, wouldn't it? Quasi crystals. No, no, uh, like a like a head shop. He called it quasi crystals. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. some one with purple air. At the Qu- quasi crystals. Quasi uh, crystals. The smell of nag champer incense wafting carelessly out. Yeah. Uh, so they they say what happened was is that it got two asteroids whacked against one another, hard, which accident, creates high temperature. Yeah, high temperatures and pressure for a very short period of time. The new icosahedrite formed in the Trinitite is different, though, with a different chemical structure. It's still fivefold and all that, but the mineral itself is different. This is important is that where for a Avenged few Sevenfold's reasons. Where name comes from? Probably. One of that it's known exactly when, where, and under what conditions the crystal was made. That really helps to understand it. Because the structure is different than the naturally occurring one. They can be compared to understand the conditions at the moment of an asteroid impact too. So how do they know it's wait, from the asteroid? Wait. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like, how, Who's to say it's not from it's not when the meteorite occurring. impacts the Earth? I mean, yeah. that, surely that's a, a high impact event. Exactly. Um, like, how do you know it was created in space before it hit the ground? Because like, meteorite when... craters, they have uh, vitrified um, sand and soil underneath them, don't yeah. they? Yeah, uh-huh. So, uh, this thing of, like, you know, two low-speed impacts... Well, they say it's a high-speed impact of asteroids, but it's more likely that when it hits to Earth, that's the high-speed impact. You know what they say? Two low-speed impacts makes a high-speed impact. Do they? They do now. They do now. Phil, when I learned the scientific method in school and in A-levels and stuff, it was pretty solid, and it's been... Of taken loosely these days. Yeah, I mean, oh. there's there's a lot of stuff in it. So it's just like, oh, hang on, guys. Surely it's more logical to say it comes. But anyway, let's read the rest of the article. We can poke holes in it later. Um, it also shows that combining nuclear test grounds is a fruitful. Way, oh, for combing nuclear test grounds is a fruitful way to look for these crystals. The team spent years tracking down the icosahedrite they found in the Kachira meteorite. But to our shame, there were a lot of tests in the southwest U.S. desert. Perhaps more. Oh, because they're saying it's bad to do. Nuclear See, they're tests. ignoring bikini atoll, not like you, love. Perhaps, 
yeah, perhaps more can be found. The politics behind it is distressing, to say the least, but the science is important, geologists and crystallographers. Different bombs have different explosive yields, and we're done in different areas of different materials around them. How does this affect the icosahedrite? And there's a small piece of trinitite in the next photo here. Let me just copy this image. It's very interesting, right? I'm sure... Weinstein would disapprove with all of this. All, I'm sure Harvey all of the... All of the... Feinstein. All of the geologists in, in the chat are going to really Epstein. like... Are really going to like this, this picture of some trinitite. A small piece of trinitite, a glassy mineral made... So you're going to get your rocks off. Yeah. A glass of mineral made like when sand and other materials were fused by the Trinity test explosion. Uh, the first atomic bomb test in 1945. The piece is about 7mm wide. And for the video audience, we're now pretending you're like the radio audience and can't see it. Because there's no image on the screen. It's just, just it's still there. Just you impatient bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, uh, forget, actually... don't forget YouTube's coming from 30 seconds in the past. Yeah, I actually have a piece of regular trinitite. It's a bit, it's a bit of bogeyite. Yeah. So, uh, the the this is the journalist, right? Not me saying. I actually have a piece of regular trinitite given to me by a friend. It's tiny and green, and while it's radioactive, it's only very slightly, and so it's relatively safe now. Oh, that's it's amazing right, to hold in your hand. The something like the low aids that Magic Johnson had. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The process we made since the first wave process we haven't made. By the next time I take out and look at it, I also wonder what the secret it holds and serves to yet to be found wonders in some made lines of its crystalline matrix. Ah, uh, yes, but do those bogies have high fold symmetry? Right, probably. Won't be really crusty bogies. Oh, and there's also a related story in this which sounds like an unexplained mysteries thing. Cancel Columbus Day, sunstorms pinpoint Europeans being in Canada and. 1021 Anno Domini. That's the year of our Lord for uh, th those that don't know. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's before Christ and after Christ now, isn't it? Oh, uh, uh, b before the Christian era and yeah. the Christian era, uh, BCE and CE. But I, I prefer before Christ and Anno Domini because I'm old-fashioned. Yeah. 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 I've been using expensive to like every other culture. Yeah. Well, I I've been using Fahrenheit. So why more, did the Christian era start then? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've been using um uh Fahrenheit more these days to try and like uh stress the importance to my grandmother that it's a hundred and sixteen Fahrenheit out there. You may want to drink more than just a a tiny thimble of water. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so Vi Vikings landed in Newfoundland in 1021 Anno Domini. So for the Vikings, which weren't Christian, that's the, the year of our Lord, 10,021. Oh, sorry, 1,021. To be fair, they were, they were worshipping the Kumguzzler at the time. Well, you know, the, the Swedes have always had a proud um, history of LGBT activities. Yeah. Uh, they, they make some of the finest femboys in the world, I'm told. <laughs> Just ask PewDiePie. That's Pooty pie. Subscribe to mm. Pooty Pie. P Pooty Poos. Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah. Right, so, can we, can we ascertain that? Are nukes? Are uh, nukes real? <laughs> I am going to say the jury's out because I'm undecided. Okay. 
Well, what's the Geiger counter measure in then? The Geiger counter measures uh, uh, beta radiation as it comes out, and You're it goes beta. into You're yeah, it go, it goes into a gas chamber, Ua, and when when the beta particles strike the the atoms inside the the gas, they ionize, and when they deionize, that's when the uh, very sensitive uh, 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 scanner inside, which is name I forget, counts counts the clicks. Yep. Oh Jesus! Right, so it's ten two. Did you want to do some unexplained pistories? Yeah, sure. Wait, where did I lose that Thursday one day after doing a bunch of salvia? <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, um Discord um threw me out of the audio because interaction required. If you don't say anything for for it long enough they, they punish you. Auto kicked, blimey. Yeah. Oh, have you heard this one? Bored housewife spends years faking Russian history on Wikipedia. Oh. Uh, oh. An incredible hoax spanning hundreds of articles on the world's biggest online encyclopedia was recently exposed. While Wikipedia is usually a good place to learn about things, there's a reason that many academic establishments frown upon an over-reliance on the online encyclopedia for fact-checking. Various news outlets recently reported the discovery that a housewife in China who posted under the name Xi Mao had spent years fabricating hundreds of pages of completely false Russian history that managed to go totally under the radar. Her writing was incredibly elaborate, well-written, and interspersed with genuine information to disguise the fact it was almost entirely fictional, yet believable enough to go unnoticed by the site's fact-checkers and editors. It wasn't until the Chinese novelist Yifan started doing research for a book that her igneous and elaborate... Oh, ingenious. Ingenious and elaborate hoaxing started to come to light the content she wrote of is of high quality the entries entries were interconnected created a system that can exist on its own wikipedia veteran john yip told vice gmail single-handedly invented a new way to undermine wikipedia her entries added comprehensive with proper citations but some were made up while others had page numbers that did not add up so there you go you're just practicing on us. But, but what was the history she was bullshitting? What, what, what just was Russian, hi- Russian history. <laughs> they won't tell you. Hmm. Well, Terrier's not real. Moving on. Siberia. Yeah, just, you know, a few people out there. Yeah. For what do you want to do about the spaghetti like object spotted on the surface of Mars? Oh. Uh, no. Is it is it a bush which they've recolored? Is it it looks green? a lot like a tangle that's of string or fibres, and that's pretty much exactly what it is. Hmm. Uh, the thing oh. is, that I, you can't say spaghetti-like. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes. I don't, I don't know. Earth's... The last line, couple of lines confuse me. Earth's orbit is already filled with space debris, and we've also, we've also left our mark on the moon. It seems we're destinedly, destined to leave our trash behind pretty much everywhere we go. It's like Wally. Yeah. Uh, recently, NASA in, in released images showing parts of the spacecraft's 
thermal blanket strewn across the surface and this latest find is likely to be another piece of that same debris. NASA like the most wank fucking thing ever. They're not, they're not as good at this bullshit as, um, uh, what's his name, uh, UNESCO. When yeah. it comes to cover-ups. What the fuck is that creature? Which one do you want to do now, I bet? Uh, there's one that says mystery marine creatures found washed up on beach. Ugh. It looks like a malformed caterpillar or something. Yeah. Active, actively fucking, fucking ourselves, basically. Um, do you, do you think these tribes that just stay in the jungle and do ayahuasca, they uh, have they got it right? You've got it wrong. No. Like the Amish. Yeah. Well, yeah no, I think I think I think England's biggest problem is what we should have done. We should have had something like the Prime Directive, where we shouldn't where we shouldn't be like sharing te- sharing technology and stuff. I think the world would be a lot better then. Mm. Did Arabs really need access to cars? Why can't we just give them yeah. camels? Yeah. Oh, and then, and fucking then... camels are great. You know, you don't. Oh, you don't want to use cars and rubbish. That's what no, we no, have we... said to them. When they say, like, hey, can we visit Europe and, and see, like, how many camels you got? It's like, oh, no, trust us, mate. You don't want to come to Europe. Oh, no, the, shit, you know, mate. this black stuff that you keep pumping up out of the ground. We'll get rid of that for you. Oh, it's gar- it's rub- oh, it's awful. Really poisonous. Yeah, it, it's it's garbage. It'll poison your well, so we're doing you a favour, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. In fact, if you want to, you can pay us uh, and we'll take it away. <laughs> Small for me. All, all the things we've been discovering, technology... Um, it's kind of in- instinctive because it's like um, you, uh, you, you can only handle 150 friends on Facebook. Yeah. Right? And that's like the size of village. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out there's a certain amount of like connections you can have. You can't have more than that. Yeah. And um, so it's, it's like, well... Yeah. Right, so int- the internet is an amazing tool and it's it's uh, enhancing us. It's great at looking it's, it's great at looking for Bubs and Virgine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's enhancing us and it's fucking us at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's a powerful tool and it can be used for both good and evil. Now and, uh, 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 that's an episode I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, there's especially the dead internet theory people get going on about. Now, uh, the the weird creature spotted on the beach, it's got tentacles and bristles and looks fucking ugly. Nobody's got a clue what it is because, you know, there's there's billions for uh, research into oh, space. Oh, to get rid of the bogey. Uh, fuck all research into, like, the oceans and what horrors lie underneath that. Now, something a bit more interesting than that, I think. Yeah. Uh, in... Um, Japan's space agency wants to develop. They call it an artificial gravity machine for colonies on the moon. Uh, what it is, that? is, is that like, the news? Is it? Uh, yeah, it's prob- somewhere near the top. Now, what they're actually uh, describing there—it's not really artificial gravity. It's like, have you ever been on the rotor in in, um, in uh, the fairground? You know, is, you, is, it like the, is it like the Enterprise that's on that's at Alton Towers? Uh, so spins you right. round and you stick to the sides. Yeah, that's that's the rotor. Yeah, 
And, so, it's like, uh, so it's like a glorified version of the wheel in 2001, then? It's like a centrifuge. Yeah. Well, it, the, the, the <laughs> thing is, when I was describing O'Neill cylinders, an O'Neill cylinder is, is like, it's a cylinder. Like, if you've ever seen Babylon 5, that's an O'Neill cylinder. Because it's spinning around, you're stuck to the sides of it. Yeah. So uh, the Japanese think, well, what we'll do is, because it might be good to actually have humans on the surface of the moon in case the robots fail, um, you, you have the humans living in these rotating structures, which is an O'Neill cylinder on the thing. And because it's slightly conical shaped, that means like the gravity from the moon, which is a sixth that of Earth, will, will help. Um, I I don't know. I mean, so, so it's the question: is, How how fast do you have to do to make people stick? <laughs> so the the, they're saying it's a diameter of a hundred meters. So that's a circumference of what three hundred and fourteen meters, and it will do one rotation every twenty seconds. So if you do three hundred and fourteen divided by twenty, that's your angular momentum, or your meters a second speed. And then you can convert meters a second into miles an hour. So let's, let's, let me let me do some back of a fag packet math. So let's get the calculator up. So hundred times three point one four one equals three hundred and fourteen point one. Right, divided by twenty. Oh, so you're doing. There. So you're doing fifteen. Yeah, because in order to get uh, the circumference of a circle, you you take its diameter and you times it by no, pi. You, no, 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 no. Two pi no, r. No, no. Yeah, I was saying you got a pi r, aren't you? Uh, so if it's two pi r, yeah. Uh, look, I know the circumference of a circle is the diameter times times pi. So it's doing point, this six point two eight two then. Six point two eight two times hundred. The diameter. No, 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 fuck the maths. Fuck the maths. Have you? Look, ever been I can tell you as a, as a guesstimate, you... a diameter of a hundred meters is going to give you saying over three hundred meters circumference. I, yeah. I don't need to do it. But anyway, that gives you an angular velocity of fifteen meters. point. It's pi r. No, it's pi r squared. No, you dickhead. Oh, that's that's area. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That that's. I actually know a bit of maths when it comes to area and circumference. Right. 15.7 meters. 15.7 meters a second in miles an hour. Um, is no, no, you dickhead. That's not 15 uh, constant meters per second to miles an hour. That's what we want. So we want 15.7, 15.7. So in other words, it's spinning so at 35. How do you work out circumference? Then I've completely forgotten how to do that. Circumference is the diameter times pi. Oh, okay. Uh, right. So, to fifteen point seven meters a second translates to thirty-five miles an hour. So this would be spinning at thirty-five miles an hour. Well, what's power in it? Is the first question. Uh, it is. Uh, I don't know. F fusion. Solar. Magic. Farts. Magic. Have, have Have you been on one of those rides? Yes, yes, I yeah, like them you, a lot. You're, you're pressed against. <clears throat> and yes, but it's seen, called the rotor. It's basically a centrifuge. Yes. And have you seen what it, it puts the, the the plasma at the bottom and the blood at the top? 
Yeah. I know this is a trope on the show now, and I'm sure the audience appreciates it, but have you ever noticed where I describe something and then five minutes later someone else says, they describe the exact same thing, and it's like... Yeah, yeah. You... <laughs> I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It, yeah. It's like, it's... it's separating your bodily fluids don't, don't it's for, not forget, good Dom for is, you Dom is very very drunk <laughs> I'm very drunk yeah but it's oh. not good for you wow I, that I was went... a turn around wasn't it that <laughs> <laughs> was like north to 60 it was like I disconnect from the discord comes back I'm totally smashed <laughs> I'm <laughs> <in Africa>. <laughs> if you want to put a, a, a video clip on Hemi it, it's, it shows like it, so if you make the rotation really fast yeah. You can counteract Earth's gravity, and uh, the rotor is my favourite fairground ride, second only to the meteorite, which is a rotor, but it's also on an arm. So once you're stuck that. to the side, yeah, once you're stuck to the side, it um, makes you go, uh, you know, around. But th this, instead of being a fairground ride, is that the can actual barely... moon that's here in there? Well, you know, it's the three uh, D representation of the CGI imagery of the how moon. how will it get there? I don't know, but it will. <laughs> <laughs> it's what, what, also, how are they gonna it's also a quest in um oh beautiful CGI. spoiler alert spoiler alert yeah in fallout 4 nuka world you go to meet these um basically scientologists who are trying I got to get really annoyed with nuka world because it's like oh cool yeah. there's some power armor with good stats i'll just no clip myself into that no clip is disabled and i was like fuck you yeah. i'm not i'm not doing your stupid fetch quest they're basically trying to recreate that bit in fallout 3 with the pit where you have to like do yeah, a guys, fetch quest and get a whole all 100 ingots of fucking, <laughs> like this is the equivalent of fucking like cut corners for nerds it, yeah CGI fucking images man but we we do have a, a real life example of the rotor and uh uh this yeah, you can't move because you stuck to the side of it. Exactly. Right. Have you ever been on one of those? You can you can you can do a speedboat up it. That's fucking awesome. Right. So, Hemi, this is rotating at thirty-five miles an hour. The rotor rotates a bit faster than thirty-five miles an hour, doesn't it? What? So you put a boat in it and shit. We we was boating and shit. If it's got a, if it's got a diameter, you know, if it's got a radius of 300 meters, sorry, not a radius. If it's got a circumference of 314 meters, yeah, uh, then then yeah, you you can have a boat going in it. You can have people boat. walking and stuff. When people be choking on the fuel, speedboat. I, I assume it's an electric well, hold speedboat. Hold on, if it if it's water in the centrifuge, like, that's what happens just... if it stops? <laughs> it will all sink to the bottom. I assume they, they're going to have to build in like something like, okay, we can shut... How are you going to get the water to like, lay on its side? And... I assume yeah. they will do something to say we can occasionally stop the rotation for maintenance because they're well, showing all... Like, you stand these... at the top with a hose pipe while it's spinning for us and fuck's sake. I, I assume they, they do something where they say... Like, where right, are you going to get the water from? Well, you, you take it from... The re the uh, regio regolith of the Martian soil. There's you got hydrogen and oxygen there. No, no, make... this is on the moon, Hobbit. There, there must be water on the, the moon. moon. Though, isn't there? there is water on the moon. They 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 yeah. discovered it. Um, yeah. I know science isn't real. Oh look, they even put a helter skelter at the end. 
<laughs> so you, so you got your, you got your roach. Is, is it me or did some Japanese scientists go, go to Alton Towers and they're like, fuck, I've got an idea, lads. Why not? I mean, literally, why not? I, I, I like the Japanese. Like, you know, they take concepts we got, which are stupid, like uh, the guided bus. And then they go ahead and do it, and it's like, like, oh, actually, that looks kind of nice. You know, you got this bus, and it's a bus, but then it goes okay, on these special bets, concrete Thomas, sections. Take bets, right? What's going to happen first? Fucking Virgin uh, Aerospace Division, or this? Oh, Virgin Air. The, the Virgin fucking, the Virgin suborbital <laughs> sites are a fucking Ponzi scheme. Look, I mean, I have to, ass- I have to assume that, like, the, the moon... It, this is all based on the assumption that the moon is a solid object and it's not just a field of plasma. As, uh, as astrologists oh. were, astrologi- as astronomers were saying in the 1950s, you can't land a vehicle. I think even Patrick Moore might have said you can't land an object on the surface of the moon. There is no surface. It's plasma. Dust. Sorry, um, have we mo- have we moved on from extreme sports because? Um, yeah, oh, I, I went right for a, yeah, I went for a piss and I missed. No, some we're still of it. talking about Alton Towers on the moon. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying I, I think a lot of extreme sports just don't do it. There are other ways you could do things because CTE is a real thing. Chronic What's CTE? Trauma, chronic trauma encephalopathy. Try saying that after a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I have. Dom is. Like the washing machine. The interdimensional calls it the washing machine. If you go jet skiing, you jump over waves, and your brain crashes against your skull. And it's gonna fuck you up. Don't do it. Uh, go paintballing. Uh, what are you right. gonna get? So. If you, you're gonna get the same thrill. You get a few. So Dom, few, Dom. That's right. That's you. right, guys. The rotor is. the inside of your skull. All right. The rotor yeah. is fast. This spins at thirty-five miles an hour. Have you yeah. ever done like a tight corner at thirty-five miles an hour? Have you ever noticed how you can stay in your chair because the g-forces aren't that you know powerful at thirty-five I, I, I... miles an hour? I, today I had to slam my brakes. I was doing uh, 50 miles an hour and came around a corner on a major road and a fucking truck was overtaking three cars. I had to slam the brakes, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what what speed was it doing? 57? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, just know my brakes are good. <laughs> The fastest speed lorries can, modern lorries can do. The old lorries can go much faster. I think. I think Dom is talking about a lorry going the other way. Oh! It, it, it was. It was in my lane, coming towards me, and trying to get over these three cars. And um, yeah, I had to slow oh, my brakes. And, it, and in other and news, it, it, and in other news, some fucking well, idiot pushes a peanut up a, a peanut up a mountain using only his and, nose. And, but and also other car news. I've got a jag. Hobbit's got a jag. I've got it's a jag. <laughs> so DOA, if you're listening, hit me up and you can have a ride in my jag. You'll have to sit in the back ride seat, in the though. Jag, I reckon. Oh, a lot of people like a ride in the jag. She'd be like a little dog sat in the passenger seat, looking out the window, wouldn't she? What you saying? She's going to stick her head out the window. 
She probably does. I've heard that. She likes her ears flat. She likes her ears flapping in the wind. She hasn't got big ears. She's got boss eyes. I know that. Got fat. No, she. No, she bloody hasn't. We've seen what she looks like. It's boss eyed. I've heard. No, I'm. I'm. I am going to white knight for Shoot McGavin. Shoot McGavin would not tell no lies. I am going to get a crumb of pussy this way. <laughs> Have you got? Your fridge in the back of your jag and like some champagne. In. Yeah. Hmm. Alphabet cat. What, <laughs> oh, what type of it? X E or uh, XF? It, uh, I've got an S type from two thousand. Mm. Uh, my friend. Uh, had, I don't know what uh, Ian's uh, been doing, but he's got whiplash off the washing machine. I think my friend's got a... Uh, is it an XJR? Uh, the one from the mid-90s. Oh, yeah. The, no, the XJR is quite an old one, isn't it? Uh, she's got the, the one from the mid-90s. It's in maroon red. It's absolutely beautiful. And, of course, she's got all of her Madonna tape, so she she does use the, cas- the cassette tape. Oh, that reminds me uh, of Snatch, that does. You know, when uh, Lucky Alphabet Star comes says- on, I fucking love this one. Alphabet Cat says uh, Hobbit's going to get a free five, guys. You know what? I yeah. hope so because now that I've just spent the tax and the and the petrol in it, I can't afford five fries. Can't afford to eat. <laughs> Look, we have priorities, right? Some of us l- like to pay the bills. Other of us have the. Jam. What was the one that Ian Ogilvie used to drive in the state in the Saints? That was a, that was a bit weird, but kind of nice. Well, all Jags are weird, but kind of No, nice. the, the, the light 80s one. <laughs> With the oval headlights. Is, you know the, what I mean? This is, this is Hobbit's whole plan. is like, get a Jag. Get get women to buy him food for, for a ride in the Jag. Profit. No, not, not buy me food. Women are going to invite me into the kitchens and they're going to make me dinner. <laughs> one every night. Right, I mean, right. e- even Kay from Kay's Good Cooking will invite me in for dinner. I'm not. Sorry. I'm not obliged to eat the dinner. Is, it, is this? But... To, is this? Is uh, suggesting Hobbit might get sex a conspiracy theory? What? <laughs> Next week on fourteen. X XJS in the. Is Hobbit ever going to have sex? <laughs> Cryptozoology <laughs> Hobbit's having sex. What? What do you? What do you mean? I've, I've, I'm a sex haver. I've Making had it in the past. Uh, XJS. The, it's the XJS Hobbit I was talking about. It's For a, a sec- lovely car. You're a sex haver. <laughs> I don't recommend trying to flake washing machines. Doesn't matter how sexy they look. I, I bet. I bet. Dom, I bet Dom slays the old pussy, doesn't he? Just go for a spin. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Unfortunately, due to a TikTok trend, we are now banning anybody from wearing a suit with a ticket for the Minions movie. Why? Because uh, kids uh, are doing a TikTok trend where they go to see Minions wearing suits. What's wrong and, with Instead of buying uh, popcorn, they, they, just, uh, they just go in with a banana and... Yeah, that is gorgeous, isn't it? That that's the yeah. shade of maroon red that my um, friend's uh, jag is. Yeah, um, that's an extra. But, yes, uh, they, they yeah, get yeah. like a convertible version. There's a convertible version as well. That's sexy. Oh damn. Yeah. My um, but if you if you put like an X type jag, um, 
do, see if you can get one in green. Normally that is, they, they're in British racing really green. really big fucking, like, bonnet, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be a nightmare to park. What are you talking about? It's easier than a lorry. Dude, but, you could literally fucking, like, sleep on that. Like, uh, yes, you could. And you could put a six inline um, <laughs> six inline engine in that uh, long ways. So we doing top gear. Which is probably now, what they did. Fourteen top <laughs> gear. Look, fourteen top gear. That one. This is one All of the things. All you need is right. a mattress, right? And then you could literally live in your car. Look, chat, chat have been saying, where's Hobbit been in the past few days? And I think public disclosure... He's been earning Hemi, enough money to get himself one of these. Is that it, Hobbit? Well, we've been having some, some disputes. That's a that's an, uh, a later model. Look for like a 2000 model. Um, that thing. Or a 1998 <laughs> model. Now, uh, Hemi's and the royalties, I've only been getting 5% from it, which I'm, I'm saying... Like, what do you I mean 4%? Do... Yeah, I'm gonna have words with you about your two, your three percent. So anyway, Hemi owes me way more royalties for the show than what I'm getting, because I think I could do way more than five percent. I would say I would do as much. Are you as... Brutus in me? Are you? Yeah, yes, I am. I I want my dividends, you see, and because of that, I've had to you buy a. Yeah, yeah. yeah, haven't you got don't, shares don't... and stocks Shh, in fourteen words? Told Fraser about the fucking dough I get. Look, it's currently a private You're limited company. You're just blowing company. the whole fucking thing now. Jesus Christ, yeah. Darby. You, have... it, no, you only private... get 2% now. Fraser knows about it. You'll, you'll be seeing my lawyers about the the, the 6% you owe me. You, you, get, you, get, you ain't getting any more than 1% now you tell Fraser because he's going to want his cut. But anyway, because of this, I've had to like... Is that you know, the one, look... Hobbit? Have we got the right one now? Uh, you know what? Let me let me get you... Your... Every fucking week. Let me get a picture. Look, I just the put, thing that's is, an XF, so it's close, isn't it? Everybody likes Jag, so th this is good content. This is this everybody... is why Hobbit don't need the cut because he goes drives around in cars like this. Jimmy Savile had a Jag. Ian wants to wants you to know. Right. So, <laughs> copy image, and then paste in there. Your files are too powerful. Oh, well, fuck you, Discord. Your trannies yeah. are too gay. Yeah, 88 megabytes. I had that problem earlier. Right, so... Anyway, pictures. I, oh, I the posted, sovereign was um, nice, wasn't it? So here's an image oh, you've got of... you've one of it, them. It, it's in blue, this one, but yes, I've got an S-type Jag. Ah, right. No, I didn't even know. Mm. No, that's not what I was thinking of when you said you've got a Jag. That, is got, that burgundy? Um, what the previous one, the XJS, yeah, 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 burgundy. I was describing it as maroon for some reason. Second car was burgundy. It was a Citroen CX. I gotta say, a bit that that don't look. That's it had classic Jag look, does it, is it? Look, that's not a nice example of it, but the one I've got yeah. is beautiful. And if you don't like it, then you don't get to ride in it. Oh, but Mrs. Mi <laughs> yes, uh, Punk Bastardo, the S-Type is not the Ford Mondeo engine. It's Ford Mondeo Mechanics. However, the engine is a genuine Jaguar V6, 3-litre. Um, yeah, so th there's, there's zooming in on the upper right corner of the, the image, and then we got the whole thing together. And 
as you can see, that's a joke. Well, if you if you invented a program like OBS, what you'd do is you'd have the the picture come on at the size that it that it is, like yeah, and yeah, spill all over the sides of the screen because that's the way yeah. to make it look good, isn't it? The OBS is a great piece of software, and I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. In your <clears> home. Like my Citroen CX, you could lower lower it and raise it and low down and, and then you go fast or you can raise it have seven friends in your car and go clubbing <laughs> we go clubbing I mean, with Dom then right this this has gone way way off the rails and way yeah. way over time so uh, yeah stay spooky look there's, a, there's enough room in the bonnet to have a nuclear powered engine see <laughs> what Mr Fusion where you can throw Wait, a banana Hobbit, banana Hobbit, pit Hobbit. We can throw a banana peel and a, and a can of horse light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Car anyway, just runs on trash. Anyway, night all. Good night. Uh, 